0: You sick for this one, this one. Yeah, New York Knicks Tell me clothing with my New York bitch My chick back in the see my New York bitch Yeah, I'm on my New York shit You niggas know we deserve the props we get Riding up in the range, I'm in my New York whip International chicks on my New York dick Yeah, I'm on my New York shit See how I film with my New York bitch. Thanks to the burros, now I'm New York whip Like him selling, sell drugs right in front of the deli Pop don't know what we doing, and while we bubble in the corner, we ruin Introduce you to the new walk, nigga. and the new talk, nigga, that's how we do when we in New York, nigga. Yeah, yeah, I'm on my New York shit. Yeah. Every hood love me for my New York again yeah. I get a lot of money on that New York.
1: Shout out to everybody in the room. Shout out to everybody listening. This is and Sports brought to you by VSN. Shout out to everybody in the fucking room. New York Knicks is going to the fucking playoffs this Saturday, 7 p.m., game one against the Cleveland Cavaliers. We're going to take game one. Who? (laughs) We're going to take game one. We're going to take the series. And then make motherfuckers what? What next to say? Touch grass? Yeah, touch grass. Uh, <laughs> uh, child, me, uh, man. Man. shout out to in the room. shout out to my boy Billy, man. shout out to our sis, go Grizz, and shout out to the mysterious eleven. Um, shout out to my beautiful co-host boy B, our guest co-host Top Bunk. This is greatness, man. We're gonna talk about Angel Reese. We're gonna talk about um the, how the media media try to protect portray her. We're gonna talk about the New York Knicks predictions, and we're gonna get into a multitude of things. But let me bring up the co-host, B. How you doing, brother? How you feeling? How's the family? How was your week?
2: Man, I'm chill, man. You know, so just a 80 degree day. You know what I'm saying? We're gonna get some snow next week. I, I don't know what's going on, man. A Little crazy weather. Yeah, snow. I don't know, man, uh, man that's next not week. Amish shit, like, bro. It's Even in the Amish shit. country. I don't know, bro. That's that's so, a weird shit. I, I'm definitely not. I'm in the country, man, but you know, but I mean, I don't know. They, they say next week we getting snow. It's 80 degrees today. I'm like, yo, what's going <laughs> on out here? But everything's good, man. How about how about with you, man? How's everything with your family and everything? Bro, did
1: everything, everything good, man. Um, I see my Yankees do their thing. Sorry about your um Phillies. Um, not really, but see my Yankees do their thing. See my New York Rangers do their <laughs> thing. Right now, we won zero against Toronto. Um. You know, the Knicks in the fucking playoffs. You know what I'm saying? The Eagles making great off um, offseason moves. Just loving life right now, man. Back in this fucking gym shit, trying to lose his dad bod. You know, just busy with the jobs and shit, family. Um, first of all, I want to give a shout-out to my boy, Bully. Had an amazing, amazing space last week. Killed it. Um, shout-out to the females. Lauren and Carla, they had their space. They killed it. Had over a 1,000 listeners. So she walks around the house talking shit to me, to my "Who's your daddy?" You know what I mean? So whatever, I let them have it. You know they earned it. They earned it. <laughs> oh my god, man! Made <laughs> a monster boy. I guess, on, Who's your daddy, bitch? Go go and make me a sandwich. <laughs> I'm like, all right. It was one show, all right. But you know, I love it though. I love it. Um, <laughs> but again, <laughs> they shout out to the, shout out to the, the female. Shout out to bully killing it. Shout out to Miss Teresa, Miss Pam, and Ebony on their space they had, which was dope. Learned some things and, you know, was able to bless them, the mic and um, talk about some real shit about Race in America. But um, let's get to all the co-hosts. What's good, bump Bunkman? P- appreciate you being with us, man, tonight. How you doing? How you feeling? How's your family?
3: I'm doing great, man. Uh, first and foremost, I want to thank uh, Riles and B. And uh, therapy and sports for allowing me to co- guest co-host, man. This is dope. Uh, I can't wait, man. I appreciate everybody up in here, man. It's it's, it's gonna be fun, man. I I'm doing great, man. I'm excited. Uh, like you said, the Knicks are back in the fucking playoffs. Um, as as somebody that has seen the Knicks go to the playoffs for about, I'll say this is what this is my fifth time, if I'm not mistaken, as 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 a Knicks fan. Um, it's it's fucking fun to see. Uh, I always say I don't want to see no this Saturday. I don't want to see no negativity, no 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 crit, no no nothing, man. We we gotta be we gotta be appreciative that the Knicks are back and that they they're growing, man. This if they could turn this around and really grow into a winning franchise, um, it starts Saturday, man. And who knows for everybody that's talking? We we I I have confidence we could beat Cleveland, but we'll see, man. I'm I'm overall I'm excited, man. I I, I can't wait to do this, man.
1: No doubt, doubt.
2: bro. Only five times you said you got to see him. This is your fifth. Yeah, because because I mean
3: I started watching the Knicks in 2011. So if if I count them right now, it's what 12, 13, and then 21. This was fourth. It's my fourth time. Okay. I, I, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't get to see. You know, I was born in two thousand one, so I didn't I didn't get to see the Knicks back in the nineties. Everybody keeps telling me, "Yo, if you were born back, if you were born back in the nineties, man, you you missed the good old days with the Knicks, man." I'm like, "Shit, you telling me, man? Yeah." <laughs> <laughs> I saw this video. Somebody put put a video of a compilation video. He kind of broke down how the Knicks failed to win a championship with Carmelo Anthony. And I just sat there and I was like, "Good times, good times." But it was it, it was a little emotional too because I'm like, Carmelo Anthony was was the guy like the vibes when he was here, man. It was, uh, you have, I haven't felt that vibe in a long time.
1: Absolutely, man. Absolutely. So I know you wanted to talk about, um, this particular topic. All of us did shout out to the ladies in the room. I know them sure they want to come up and have conversations as well. Shout out to, um, brother Don, Maddie. Appreciate it. And Nicole, what's up, Nicky? Hope you're feeling better, honey. Um, I watched two women go at it. All of us did. The highest grossing game watch. I think Daniel challenged the Super Bowl, right? If I'm not mistaken, because I'm reading a couple of notes. I have like 10 million. Um, I watched two women go at it and compete. On the court, you had LSU. On the court, you had Iowa. You can have a multitude of different storylines, and that's your prerogative. You can say a team of all white females, team of multicultural on the LSU. Or you can have the, a narrative and see two tough teams that made it to the dance, the last two. And that's how, honestly, ladies and gentlemen, I looked at it from the get-go, because I was rooting for Caitlin Clark, and I still do. She was, to me, the Seth Curry of the, the tournament. Seth Curry in just in period, Right? And then, I love Flo J. I don't know if you got, uh, guys and girls see how America's Got Talent and just watch her have music videos and stuff like that. R. P. to her dad. She's signed by Rock Nation. She's out here living her dream. And my girl, Anja out here living her dream. I'm seeing young women compete, talking that shit. Right? Caitlin Clark, Clark was doing it. I'm not calling it John Cena, because these motherfuckers always want to take something from us. They're going to call it the Tony Yayo, because that's where it started from. The Tony Yayo, you can't see me. And she's talking that shit, looking like the baby mamba. Then I see another beautiful queen doing the same shit. Kind of remind me a little bit of Don Stanley, Cheryl Swoops, out here doing her thing and, and, and being cocky. I love it for women's sports. I love it for women basketball. I love it. I love it. I love it. The problem is, the problem is, when you got grown people, especially grown men, and prefer because I did my research, white men, the owner of um Barstool, and multitude of um reporters, go at it with Queen my, I'm not even gonna repeat the shenanigans that they said. So I'm in a good mood. But it was disrespectful. It was disrespectful because this, this young lady is under the age of 22. My son turns 22 this this um, April 18th. It's being very disrespectful. She is a role model on the floor, off the floor. If they did their homework, let me just tell you a little bit on the floor. <clears throat> NCAA All-Turning. NCAA Tourney MVP. NCAA, All-Region. Two-time APAA. 2021-22, to All-Big Ten. Big Ten, All-Defense. Big Ten, All-Freshman. SEC, All-Defense. Miss me with your bullshit. 23 Double-Doubles. Some of your quote-unquote kids. <laughs> On the Knicks, doing do that, right? Or whatever team that you care for. It went from a beautiful game, everybody's talking shit, right? Now, like when I did my research for the past week, you know, shout out to the Queen Ebony, because she played college ball. Shout out to my cousins of them who played college ball, sat and asked, had conversations with all the Queens, heard the conversations they have to say. And I even have white female friends that play ball. Shout out to my boy Drewski. And I asked them the same thing. And they all said the same shit. The shit was wrong with these grown ass fucking men have to say. They need to mind their business. This was a sport. It's okay when the men do it. But when we do it, it's a problem. And my, my white Italian friend who played ball she didn't like it because she said, I don't want it was sad that it had to be about race. It's sad about these grown men opening their fucking mouth. Because I loved it and we want more. And truth be told, that's our game period. It's just everybody's coming late like, to the party. End quote. Caitlyn Clark came out and defended Angel Reese herself. I'm not gonna take up too much time because I wanna have great conversations with everybody. It bothered me as a parent. It bothered me as a black male. Whereas we got continue to be reminded, whereas you want to paint a picture and say, "Oh, look at this, darling! How dare you!" And then we got Joe Biden. Tomorrow we're gonna to invite both to the White House—a double smack in the face. Would you invite LSU? The big question is, and I don't care if you use white or black, because all the beautiful white, black commentators and analysts that came on TV to defend the Angel Reese and uh, Caitlin Clark on the sense of like defending women's basketball. And going after these grown-ass fucking men, or women, the way they, they, they had the, 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 the hate in their tongue about a girl, if you know her story, okay, that picked up a ball. Not pick up the pole. Pick up the ball and do what she needs to do. I'm going to tell you another thing about um, Angel Reese. She just makes $1.3 million a year. NIL deal, offer her name, likeness, and images. And not only that, over the next three years, it could jump to seven million dollars. She's the on-court leader, acts her coach, acts assistant coaches. I paid attention to, re- I pay attention to all the topics we do because sometimes we want a lot of people wanted to talk about. Last week we had the, the ladies, and the week before they want to do that because I wanted to give it its time and energy, like we do all topics. But this one hits home because I have a kid that age. It hits home because I look at my daughters, and then my daughters play sports. Or they supposed to shove and dribble and don't act a certain way? My daughter plays soccer. Nasty. Three people, three coaches at different times want her on the traveling team. She cocky on the soccer field. Nasty, and I'm saying because she's my daughter. My stepdaughter, excuse me, my daughter, fuck that step shit. Gymnastics, soccer, going to be nasty like her big sister. You going to tell her to shut up and kick the ball? Nah, we're not doing that. And the young one, the, the, the ball of energy, soccer, because she see her two sisters doing it. And cheerleading, because she see her sister do it oh, no, let's, let's not be this way because they're not going to like it. Fuck they. Fuck they. And I love the fact that she got on that podium and said she's unapologetically her. And we know what that means, people. She's unapologetically black. And I always tell, quote, unquote, my woke friends, motherfuckers are terrified and sometimes scared because when they see greatness, they won't put it in a bottle. Or you can't be great. It's such and such time to be great. Or you, 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 you're doing this. Mind you, when I did my homework, I went to all the videos that Caitlyn Clark did because the media made me do it. Because I don't give a fuck. Talk your shit, baby. Do, do the fucking Tony Yayo. Do the fucking Tony Ayo. all day. But they made me do it. Just like I used to tell B. Stop calling that motherfucker RJ a superstar last year because y'all gonna make me go after him. I went and watched her be disrespectful out here. I don't know who's worse, her or Andrew. But I'm glad I did that. Thank you, media, because it made me have more of an admiration for her. Like, talk your fucking shit. Talk your shit. I don't like when men do that shit, man. That's like. When Dom Imus would go on the fucking radio when the Rutgers basketball team was busting ass and he called them nappy-headed hoes. Sorry, ladies. Just giving the contents. It's just when we gonna stop. Date before you fucking speak. The problem is the people in their particular groups don't hold them accountable on what they have to say. See, People always want to say to me, and I have beautiful conversations with my white friends and Asian friends, Jewish friends, <clears> Rose, <throat> how do you think that we can stop racism? I said, Great question. Why are you asking me? They all get stunned. What do you mean, why I'm asking you? Like, what do you think? I'm applying again with the, the answer. Why are you asking me? We don't have the problem. And then when I say that, they're like, Oh, it go to, then they go back into deep thought. Why we need to fix some shit that we're not doing to ourselves? You know what I'm saying, people? You feel me, family? Yeah. So when I'm seeing this shit, it bothers me because people can just watch a fucking game and celebrate and just enjoy the fucking game. Nobody said no more fucking Larry Bird without here talking shit. He was the biggest shit talker in, in the fucking world. I'm going to get the biggest uh, shit talker in the world. Sorry, y'all. That's my son. Okay, son. He he go in the fucking locker room and, and said what he's saying or people said we said, and pretty much like, take your ball and go the fuck home. We applaud that. We're not going to make her, and she said to herself, again, again, shout out to Caitlin Clark. Don't protect her as some innocent girl, white girl, her words on the court. What Angel or other counterparts do, we're just doing what we've been doing. Y'all are late to the party. We're here to play a game. And it's y'all, the media, but she said y'all, who's making it about race and it's not fair. They won the game. They had the right to talk they shit because if we won, I wouldn't know what I would have done. End quote. I'll give the um, ball to you. Then Bunk. Nikki, we're going to bring you up. I just want to get to Bunk. He's got a special guest. He want to talk about it, and I want to hear from you, ladies.
2: Yeah, man, it's it's a it's a double standard thing. You know what I'm saying? When you watch, when you watch what went on throughout the year, um, Caitlin Clark and, and and Reese. Look, how many times did old girl get a technical foul for doing the same thing Caitlin Clark was doing? And Caitlyn Clark didn't ever get a technical foul for it. You know, it, it, it it's it's a, it's a problem. It's like you know. When the white girls do it, it's, it's, uh, it's cute. It's, uh, it's great. It's uh, look at her celebrate. Look how she does it. And when the black girl does it, it's, Oh my God, what is, Oh, it's a problem. She's, she's, you know, doing this and doing that. And, um, it's, it's not something that's going to end because we got people out there to have platforms that are going to continue to spew the hate through their tongue, the venom with their tongue. They're going to continue to do it. And I think it's important for everybody to to step up and, and call it out every time it's done. You know what I mean? Um, you know, Caitlin Clark does the, does the, the Tony Ayo, everything everything's fine. It's all good. And it's, then as soon as as soon as it's done back to her, it's a problem. And there it, it, it's a it's an agenda that's being pushed. It's it's a, America has a problem. It's always had a problem. And it's gonna to continue to have a problem because that's just the way America is. I mean, they're gonna to continue to push the hate, the hate talk, and the hate speech and everything like that. And it's not fair. Mm-hmm. And it's up, it's for everybody to to put. You know, these these girls need protected. You know what I'm saying? Um, and and when people the the, the things that were said were said, the old old boy from from Sports Center, Keith Oberman, the the stuff that was coming out of his mouth on Twitter and and on pla- different platforms was just dis- absolutely disgusting, and I'm not going to repeat what he said either. And you know, and then like you said, the Jill Biden thing. I'm going to keep it short. The Jill Biden thing. I'm not surprised. I'm 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 from Philadelphia. I know all about the Bidens. I know all about the Bidens, and I'll tell everybody that doesn't that wants to listen that doesn't want to listen. If you think the Bidens are some kind of high horse people, that's good for you. But I know better, and that was done for a reason. And they do things like that. That's that's the Biden family. That's just the way they do things. And I and I and I'm not gonna let them get away with it because I'm sick and tired of it. You know what I'm saying? They, they, they the, the things that they do is disgusting. It makes me sick. And inviting inviting Iowa to the To the to to the White House. No, nobody, not Republican or Democrat, has ever ever extended an invite to the losing team of a championship. None, nobody. Only the bodies. So y'all y'all can do with that with what y'all want to do with it. But I know I'm not a fan of his. I don't like what he does. I don't like his policies. I don't like anything about him. I don't. I think he's the biggest fake fraud that there is. But. We got to protect these women, man. The, the, the Basketball, anybody who's played basketball, everybody talks shit in basketball. Everybody. We all talk shit. You know, it's not a problem. I don't care who's talking. White, black, Asian. I don't care. Hispanic. does not matter to me. It's basketball. Talk your shit. And it's okay to talk your shit. So I'll just leave it at that. I'll get the top. Then we are getting in the cool up here. Dom, I see you. Um, we'll get to the top, though. Um, first and then we'll get to Nicole and then we'll get to Dom. So go ahead top man.
3: Well first and foremost, like I said, I appreciate you guys for letting me talk, man. Um it, this 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 topic is a little bit touchy for me and I understand, you know, people may be like, well you know you you you're not a you you're not a OG or anything. What you know about about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. You 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 gotta understand this goes all the way back to to twenty twenty. You know before twenty twenty when the whole Black Lives Matter thing happened there was a lot of shit as a young, as a young kid that I learned, that I experienced, that again, it was, it was, it it was very, no, I'm not going to say traumatic, but, but it was very eye-opening on how we were getting treated. And, and, and again, I don't mean, I don't, I don't mean, I say we, and I'm not, you know, I'm not black, I'm Hispanic, I'm Hispanic and white, but I say we, because I look at everybody as one. I look as every I look at everybody as together. It doesn't matter if you're white, black, green, blue, it don't matter what you are. We have the freedom that we have because because we are we are one. We we should all stick together. We shouldn't be this 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 bullshit that's going on about having to to choose one side is is very is very asinine to me. And you know, like I said, this this goes back to like I said, twenty twenty because you you go through the shit that I mean you take it back to to to, to Britney Taylor you take it back to 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 the guy that that got shot by cops because he was selling uh you know uh, CDs by in, in front of the gas station um you take it back to I again apologize for me you know messing up his name or forgetting his name uh but you take it back to even before you know uh before 2020, then you take it to 2020 and you have the George Floyd situation and then everybody kind of coming together. And yeah, I know this has really nothing to do with, 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 uh, Angel Reese, but again, it, it goes back to, to the colorism that's happening right now, to the racism right that right now, I, I feel like the, the whole thing where Angel Reese <clears throat> is, excuse me, is, is based on, it's, it's it obviously it's based on race and it's disgusting. Okay, the first part that's disgusting to me is the fact that a white player named Caitlin Clark, who is a phenomenal basketball player, yo she did her thing. she she bowled the fuck out. She deserves every praise that she gets after after that tournament. But you mean to tell me it's okay for her to do the Tony Ayo in front of a whole team and then one player that was like, oh wait a minute, I'm facing this in, in the biggest game of my life and she acting and she acting like that? All right, I know what I know what I'm about to give her. She does it. Not only does her team beat her, but she does it in front of her, and everybody wants to make a big fuss out of it. No. No, let, let's set the record straight. Let's 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 put it out on the open. She Caitlin Clark, no disrespect, got her ass whooped and got what she and got what she deserved. It's it's just it's just that simple. Her team lost. Angel Reese's team beat her, fair and square. Angel Reese let her know, listen, honey, you do, you were doing all that. Now I'm here to return the favor. And now everybody wants to put the blame on Angel Reese. Why? Because she's a young black girl. Because people out here on Twitter make it seem like, oh, black people are crazy. Black people are, are wild and, and, and have no self-respect. No self and black people don't, don't have no control over their own emotions. So do white people. And when I say white and, and and white people too, but at the end of the day, we don't give them this type of energy like these white people give to the to, to, to black people, to black athletes, and and it's this it's disgusting to me. And this is, and, this and is they me, call that passionate. They call you, that passionate. Exactly. <laughs> and this isn't and this isn't me ta- tearing down Clay, uh, Caitlin Clark whatsoever because, like I said, she is a phenomenal basketball player. This girl is this girl is gonna only, she's only going up from here. You know, congratulations to her for for, for putting up the, the numbers that she did, for playing the way she did, for bringing her team in, like, the way she did. If Her team would have not been in that position if it wasn't for her. I mean, you guys could disagree with me, but I feel like that's that's the facts. Now, another thing, too, is people also want to forget that Angel yeah, – a lot of people are like, well, Caitlin Clark put 30 on your head. Are we not going to forget that this girl had a triple-double her last five games? Like, so we're just going to forget that this girl – that Angel Reese didn't ball out. We're gonna act like because she played a superstar in Caitlin Clark in the cha- in the national championship game that her triple double didn't matter. No, her triple double mattered. But people wanna forget that because they only want to put one star up. No, how about we put two stars up? It don't matter if her team lost. That that that's that's my point. And then to B's point on the Joe Biden thing, yes, it is absolutely a hundred percent disrespectful. The White House, when it comes to inviting these these championship teams, have never Ever in their history, from my understanding, have never allowed the losing team to do that. Why all of a sudden now? What what's the change of heart? No, let's let's keep the same energy with this. All right. If LSU won, they should have been able to just be the only team to go up there and rock that championship and be able to go into the White House and be like, "We did it." Not not Kaelin Clark's team. Uh uh-uh, uh, because they lost. Sorry to tell you the truth, but it, it, it's it's how I feel. It's just, it's just completely disrespectful. I, I, I don't like it. And another thing, too, for people that want to – another problem that I had is, is is people out here going going in on her because she didn't want to go to the White House. Yeah, I wouldn't either. So my team wins the national championship, goes through a whole, to, a whole tournament, goes through every single team in a damn bracket to get to the one game that we've been fighting for the most. We win the damn thing, and now I got to go up there and I got to share it with the team that we beat. Meanwhile, if it's the NBA and the fucking Knicks, for example, win the NBA title, the Knicks are gonna only be the, the team to be there, not the team that we beat. No, it, so so let, let's let's keep the same energy with that. And she has every right to not go there. And people still want to go in at her, be like, oh, now she contradicted herself because she said that she didn't want to go there, and now she going there. yes, she's only going there for the respect of her team. If her team said, yo, I'm not going up there, she's not going up there. All right, I bet you when she gets there, she's not shaking no hands. She's not kissing ass because that's not what she want to do. She got on that podium the day of the national championship and said, we not kissing ass. We not taking no shit. I'm tired of my people being disrespected and being stepped on. We, I'm not standing for that. You know how brave it took her to do that? You know, if, 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 if any other girl would have did that, if any other woman would have came out and said what she said, they would have been teared down. They would have been canceled. She said, I don't care. I don't care. I did what I was supposed to do. I dropped the triple double. I helped my team win a national championship. Y'all gonna learn to respect me. Y'all gonna learn to give me my credit. And that's what she did. So we gotta stop. We we gotta stop trying to demonetize people, man. Like I said, I'm I'm not black, but I but I love I love my I love black people. I got my best friend is black. His whole family, I go to his 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 family's house every weekend, man, and they treat me, they treat me like if I was one of them. Because we are all together. We shouldn't be tearing. We shouldn't be separate. We shouldn't be keep trying to tear each other down. That's not what it is, man. That's not what we were built on. That's not what we were raised on. I would never raise. I hope I have kids one day, man, so I could show them this and let them know, yo, you don't tear other people down just because somebody else is a different color than you. Doesn't mean that you should be away from. You should all bring them in. I don't care if you, if my, if my future daughter comes in with a, with a, uh, with a black man as her boyfriend. I'll be proud of that. Because she, because that means that that she don't care. I taught her the right things, man. I taught her the right things. It, it don't matter if she comes home with a black man. It don't come. It don't matter if she comes home with a with with a white guy or a Spanish guy. It, it don't matter. At the end of the day, we all gotta stick together. So instead, I'm I'm glad that Caitlin Clark was able to give Angel Reese her credit and give her praise because the media, the one that should be giving her the most praise, is not doing that. And that's the saddest shit that I've ever seen. This young girl. Props to her, because she could have been in a bind right now, talking about how the media is not treating me right, that it's not fair. No, she out here living her life. She out here going to interviews. She out here getting, getting all these sponsorships, because not only did she play her ass off and she got her team to where she got them, but she's standing up for what she believes in. And, and 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 I believe that not only she's getting this because it because of what she did with her team, but she's doing it because she she got her team where she where well, I mean she's standing up for what she believes in, and that's and that's what everybody has to understand. Everybody got to stop stop turning each other down, man. And the amount of comments that I saw of, of, of white people talking about that she's she's not she's not classy, that she got to be humble. No, she don't got to be humble because the girl y'all supporting wasn't humble. She wasn't humble, but everybody was Mm. okay with it, right? Mm. Everybody was okay with it. But when this girl does it, oh, it's a fucking problem. No, 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 no. She got every right to do it. It's okay to shit talk in the world of sports. It's okay to be cocky. At the end of the day, don't take it personal. Don't, don't, don't overboard yourself. And at the end of the day, don't dish it if you can't take it. That's another thing. If you're going to do it, make sure you're able to take it when somebody does it to you.
1: I'm so fucking with That's
3: moving. that that's where everybody gotta understand. And now, again, I don't wanna go on a rant, but I told I told B and I told Rose, man, that if, if I asked them if they were gonna cover it, they said yes, and I, I, I graciously asked them if I could if I could, you know, co-host with them because this shit's pissing me off. I think Rose, you brought it up, man. You said you got kids that 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 are, you know that might go through this or you don't want them to go through this. you want them. Yeah, my girls this. play my girls fucking don't play sports,
1: man. man. I want, I, and it's gonna come with the territory. But just like everything you're saying, like, I have, I have a fucking different context where I, I can show them, like, this is what happened. This is the scenario. And this is what you may face. You keep your head high because at the end of the day, you're a fucking queen and you're part of a team. And, you know, build, build my girls up, man, because I hate shit like this is fucking disgusting.
3: Yeah, I, I, that's, that's, and again, the reason that I wanted to cover this because from what I do, as a content creator, I cover everything. Now, of course I'm, I don't cover every single thing. You know, I'm, I'm a one man show, but I would like to cover women's basketball. I would like to cover uh w- women's college basketball. I would like to cover men's college. You know, I would like to cover these things because not only is it cool to cover it because I am a sports fan, but they, I might cover something that these major sports outlets don't cover. So I could give this player the time of day be like, yo, how is it that this girl, it, this guy's posting her, but ESPN don't want to post it or another sport uh, sports outlet don't want to post it. And mind you, let's not also forget, none of y- and I'm not saying it to anybody here, but none of these motherfuckers knew who Angel Reese was until she actually came out and fucking did what she mm. did. Now everybody want to act like she they know who Angel. No, stop that shit. That's another <laughs> thing, man. Do, do Do your research, man. Do do your research and know who these players are before you try to before you come up in here and try to act like you know who they were because they they they're in the limelight all of a sudden that, that's another thing. That's another thing that pisses me off. But like I said, I, I wanted to cover, I wanted to talk about that. No doubt, bro. I, I, cover, I cover a lot of things, man. And and again, I'm, I'm a big supporter in supporting anybody. It doesn't matter what color you are, who you are, how you act. At the end of the day, you have the right to talk shit. I play sports myself as well and not only cover it. So I, sometimes I like to get a little cocky and talk shit when I'm in a groove. And she should be allowed to do it because, number one, the play that she beat, was what was was talked about throughout the entire tournament. And she took she took her down and her team. And then on top of that, she was giving her a little taste of her own medicine. And now she's getting degraded by because of it. So it, it's just it's just so disrespectful and it's sad that we gotta keep on with this bullshit when it comes to race. We gotta turn this into race instead of enjoying sports and enjoying the conversation of, of, of a good game. Right. That, that's the sad part man a good game we, we saw a good game in the national championship game but we couldn't really enjoy it because they wanted to demonetize this girl because of what she did and it's the most saddest thing ever man it,
1: it's it's really sad but i appreciate it no, i appreciate man. you brother appreciate you um again shout out to everybody in the room shout out to everyone in the room um let me just get to the call because i know she gotta go then we go down then we go to 11 hey nicky how you doing how, how you feeling
4: Oh, I'm feeling better. Um, I wanted to come up here and talk about Angel Reese. Um, being someone from Louisiana, I've been watching uh, LSU women's basketball since I can remember. I mean, Simone Augustus, Sylvia Fowles days when Van Chancellor was the coach. Um, so I can really throw some things out there. We have not had a player like this for one since Simone Augustus with um, the preach. attitude, with the spunk with with the mouth on her, but she has the tools to back it up. Simone Augustus was that girl, and that's why she currently has a statue at Louisiana State University, out in front of the gym. She has her own statue for that reason. And more, and more, because she's an accoladed, very, very well-accoladed athlete. If you've watched her, you know. But the thing that gets me with Angel Reese was that Angel brought something public when she said that Caitlin disrespected her teammate, Alexis Morris, who actually just got drafted to the WNBA. Yes, she Dimcast did. Yes, she Congratulations, did. Congratulations. Congratulations. But um, she said that Caitlin was disrespecting Alexis, so she did it back to her. So now that brings us back to the whole uh, race thing. You know, it's it's a problem because she did it and she's a black woman. But we're not going to say anything about Caitlyn disrespecting Alexis, are we? We're not going to give that the same type of light, are we? No, we're not. Mm. So for Angel to have to go on a public platform after possibly one of the biggest moments in her life and defend her actions and basically defending her teammate is bullshit. Also, another thing that pisses me off is the fact that a lot of the media and people describing her use the word ghetto because she gets her hair done. She keeps her nails done. She gets her lashes done. That's why she always says she's doing what she does for people who look like her because she knows that little girls are watching her all Mm -hmm. all around the world at this point. I mean, that was one of the most televised games ever. They broke records with that game. Yes, they did. And this is what they're taking away from it. They're flipping it into the race card when it doesn't need to be that way. Caitlin Clark has been doing this all fucking season. And now when Angel Reese gives her the same treatment because she whooped her ass, LSU whipped her ass as a team. It's a problem that doesn't sit right with me at all. And Let me say one more thing. I know Kim Mulkey is not the best person, but I salute her for standing behind fucking Angel Reese because that's one thing that she has done is defend the living hell out of Angel like that's her own fucking child. That's her own child. Kim Mulkey was there to watch Alexis Morris get drafted. That was the first person that Alexis went to outside of her parents was Kim. Kim may not have the best rep as a person, but she is a damn good coach, and she's been holding it down for Angel. And that's one thing that she's been known to do. She's tough, but she it's tough love. And you see what that gets. You see how successful she was at Baylor. If you actually watch women's college basketball, you would know how successful she was at Baylor. And for her to bring that into LSU and then have someone like Angel Reese is kind of like a double pisser offer because people already don't like Kim Monkey. So of course. Naturally, they're going to come for her, but then you throw in someone like Angel Reese, who is a beautiful black woman who doesn't give a fuck what anyone thinks about her. It's like a twofer. So they're going to attack that. And I just have to commend her and Kim for standing their ground for one another because they've both done it all season long. Granted, Angel only had 15 points in that game. Baby, That's double double. Not, basketball is not an ice sport it is a we sport it is a team sport i played for years it, i mean she was the one who was facilitating everything that jazzy carson did all of those threes that carson made that was all angel reese except for when angel was on the bench and then after that it was alexis morris who had her who was setting up carson who was setting up Ladeja williams It is a team thing. So for them to take one person from this team and attack her for what she did, and it's mainly because of what she looks like and what she says, let's be completely fucking honest. It is a race thing. It's the fact that public media can sit here and call this woman ghetto and get away with it. It's the fact that they can call her a fucking idiot and get away with it. But I have no words for that. Like I really don't. And it's frustrating Because when you look at the state of Louisiana, you see Angel Reese doing these things for little girls who look like her. You see her embodying the attitude of the state. And it's it's just sad that she's getting this kind of outlook, but I am very proud of her. And like I said, I'm proud of Kim for protecting her. And the whole White House thing, that was bullshit. Because, bitch, what the fuck do I look like? coming up in there with a team that I had to fight to beat when it's supposed to be just me. Like, if I don't recall, which, I mean, I do recall, uh, 2019, Joe Burrow in LSU football was in there. Was anyone else with them? Fuck no. No, it was just them. So we need to keep that same fucking energy. Uh, Jill Biden, she got her life fucked up, but... Shout out to Angel. She's, she's going to be a dog, and it's going to be fun to watch her and Caitlin play against each other in the WNBA because they probably will be entering the draft next year. Um, they're both going to be eligible as juniors. So it's going to be fun to watch. I'm just glad that those two don't have any animosity towards each other like people are trying to paint them out to half. Because they were kind of trying to turn them against each other and really make it a whole black on white thing or white on black. When it's nothing like that. They are two competitors who respect each other. Even Caitlin Clark was like, yeah, I deserve that. She beat me. It is what it is. And people still are trying to take this narrative and run with it. But I just need Angel to keep doing what she's doing. She's not going to lose her NIL money. If anything, she's one of the hottest markets right now. I actually just bought her Bayou Barbie shirt. Um, so <laughs> yeah, she makes she make,
1: she makes the most money, and then the second one who makes the most money and might um make a little bit more is is uh, Flo J because Flo J is signed to Rock Nation and she does her music and stuff like that. Again, done my homework all week.
4: Yeah, she's actually putting out a record with DJ Catlin She just posted that on Instagram.
1: Yep,
3: yep. Dog, She winning right now. Holy shit! Flo J <laughs> yeah, is I killing it. All to- the ladies are
1: killing it.
4: I just need these ladies to continue taking care of themselves and protecting themselves in their mental and not giving a damn what anyone thinks about them, because at the end of the day, they are strong, successful, independent black women who don't need to hear that shit.
3: Nicole, I wanted to, to there was something uh, very important that you brought up um, that I agreed with the, the part where you talked about how she was facilitating a lot of the offense um, you know, not only during the national championship, but she did a lot for the, during the tournament. People forget about that because Caitlin Clark fucking dropped thirty points, and they just want to put that out.
5: If if Caitlin see, Clark,
4: Angel didn't have to do that because Angel had talent around her. LSU was exactly, yeah. still a shooter, something that Iowa doesn't have outside of Caitlin.
3: Yeah, no, but it, it's a great point that you bring up because again, these people that are attacking her also that I see probably haven't touched a basketball in their life. They don't know about the game as they claim to to, to to know, right? Again, B probably knows this better than I do, but I, from my understanding, I know that Allen Iverson was getting called a lot of negative things when he was in the media just based off him saying practice. Like, we joke about that. We joke about his, his, his post-game interview about the whole practice thing because it's a legendary interview. But from my understanding, from articles that I read and from, and from documentaries that I've seen based on Allen Iverson, a lot of the media was going in on him. But if mm-hmm. a white player they was were, doing that...
4: Allen Iverson it, is one of my favorite players, and the media did him so fucking dirty.
3: Yeah. If a, if a white player was doing that, I bet you they'd make the time of day to make that into a comedy a comedy stand. But it, it, I, I appreciate...
4: Oh, you, you mean like
1: Tom that, Brady? I'm just saying <laughs> it's, it's, uh, it's it's passion that's what they yeah,
4: call it yeah. but you know what O'Rales I want to wrap that back into something NBA related because John Morant gets that same type of treatment when he doesn't put up 20 plus points but he puts up 16, 17 assists because he's done that before it's a problem Like it's just people really being uneducated about a sport and then them just throwing mm. their shitty ass fucking takes and their actual realistic feelings and racism on top of it
6: mm
2: mm that's a fact though yeah. <laughs> that was a bar it's all it all ties in and it, it goes back it goes back people don't even know Todd was talking about the Irish. people people don't even know the, the to this day don't even know what that 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 uh that that whole thing was about if you mm-hmm. if you ask if you ask people to this day they just think it's all. Oh, that was that was him talking about practice no that's not what that was about do you got to do your research and understand and his man just got killed. So he, he, people, people yep, make it. They, yep. They, they don't. They don't know.
4: They the, didn't allow him to process because he's a black yeah. man, and according to society, black men aren't supposed to do that.
2: Yep. Yep. It, it goes
1: back. This is the whole. I'm trying to smoke up, smoke my blunt, and, and, and Bob. And every time you say say some bar, I'm like, like, God damn the call. Came with the guns today.
2: <laughs> damn, put this shit down, fuck I, I knew. put this down I knew Nicole was ready for this one I knew that Nicole was waiting for this I'm one like everybody, everybody
1: is, is. <laughs> you know what's so crazy it's just the conversations amongst, amongst, amongst family and friends man because at the end of the day um, I just was and before we go to Dama and, and Daru I, I was just shocked and I'm reading the shit what people saying on Twitter and all that and I looked at her because I looked at this woman and I was like yo you're going to do mad shit. You still have grace and you're bigging up your team. You're bigging up your fucking school. You're bigging up LSU. A lot of people don't know the shit on that basketball team. Listen, uh, we all know the, the, like the coach said, we all know, I'm going to go to Don. We all know the coach be tricky. The, I ain't about to get that political shit. We already know the coach being tricky. But in this moment, in this moment, I like the fact that she defended. Her girls. I don't care about the politics. We all gonna debate that shit all day, every day. Again, people, I'm a registered independent. I don't go fuck you, Republican, Democrat. I don't go fuck. I don't go fuck. I don't go fuck. I don't go fuck. fuck. To this month, all season, she defended her girls, and that's something that we need to pay attention a little bit more to, because sometimes. We put people in a particular picture because they politics. But when I can have a coach defend my daughter, who I sent thousands and thousands of miles away, to have her back makes me have hope. Makes me be happy. Because the way she said what she said, I'm like, whoo, I grab my fake pearls. She defended her fucking babies. And that's some that's something to be committed, in that moment, everything else I we could debate it another time. In right, that if moment, I say, if I could say this before you get to right. Dom, uh,
3: shout out to Nicole because Nicole, I was, that was I was I after listening to what you said on uh, on the Memphis podcast. Uh, that was in your bio I actually, I actually listened to the whole thing and, and I heard your your take on the John Moran thing I literally thought about you When we were doing this I was dead gonna send you this space <laughs> Until I saw you walk in So I was like go off girl Cause I was dead gonna send you this to, For you to talk
4: <laughs> One thing about me honey And then we can Rose can do whatever he want I will defend a black man and a black woman To fucking infinity
1: Shit well, it's good to Dom. I do smoke enough because um, we're on a time res- restriction. Because we got to get to um, my motherfucking team that's in the playoffs. Woo, 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 woo. But before we go there, before we go there, want to go to the God Himself, Dom?
7: How you doing, Dom? How's good? the wife? Everything is good, Ralph. Now you you know you know me well enough. You know I'm gonna come in here. And give another story. Go ahead. And, and my, I my, love my, it. My, my story is always, I'm just going to piggyback off of what Nicole said a minute ago. Mm-hmm. When Caitlin was doing this, wasn't a word being said. Mm-hmm. Right? Nothing. Nothing was being said. Now, all of a sudden, the other girl does it. And what are we going to put behind it? Comments, yeah. Shouldn't have been said, yeah. But a lot of it was said against the same people that preach anti what we're talking about now. Let's, let's clear that shit up right now. Mm-hmm. but what sells it th- it didn't sell when caitlin was doing it the media didn't have no nickel in that dime you look at what happened after the girl did what she did now some may have thought it was a little tasteless there was nothing wrong with you doing it, it might have been a little tasteless after you won and you ran her down okay does the shit talking have a limit maybe i don't know and i don't care but the next day You could put color on it. I get it. I do. But nothing sells better than a good race story. And we haven't had one in a few minutes. So here comes the media. So now everybody's winning off of your pain. Not that girl's pain. Not Angel's pain. Because guess what? She's taking this shit all the way to the bank. CBS, NBC, MSNBC. Every news organization now wants to interview her over what? The word race. They didn't give two shits about her. Getting double doubles, triple doubles. And this goes for the whole media, people. They could be black media. They could be going to B's conversation about Alan Iverson. I was there, B. You were there. That was split. It wasn't like one group of people were riding Alan's ass. They were all on his ass because it sold. Nothing sells better in this country than a good race story. And then B, of course, brings up the ultimate snafu. Mrs. Biden, I'm not going to get into politics because I don't want bully. I don't want bully calling me and getting mad at me. Beer, 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 beer up, what up the water. fuck?
1: I smoke my in peace.
7: Be, be, be. You know, and you know the Yo. one thing I love about bully. You know, it, me and bully won't agree on the sun coming up. But you know what? At the end of the day, we're going to say, what's up? How you doing? Shake hands and move on. Something Absolutely. we ain't doing no more in society. But B, since B brought it up, we got to enlighten on it. We, we are talking about probably the two most hypocritical race barrier son of a mm-hmm. bitches that we have seen over the last 50 years in politics. Unless mm-hmm. you don't do your research. We, mm-hmm. we got a tendency of who to pick and choose, who we want to call the R word, And then we let the other ones go under the bus. Mm -hmm. Um, Keith Overman. Keith Overman's another one. Always on that platform. Until it sells. We'll spend anything to sell it. And this is what annoys me more than what happened, people. This is one reason why I always preach, Rails. Don't watch the news. Read the news. Mm -hmm. Find an outlet. You determine what's worth reading, what's worth listening to. You do your research. Stop being but. Stop being bullied. Not no knock against my brother. Stop being bullied into hearing this shit, and then everybody gets riled up. And like I said, NBC, CBS, all of them are making a million dollars off of your grief, not theirs, because they'll wake up two days from now and they'll have a new story, and they'll move on. And it's like nothing. None of this shit ever happened because they struck the iron while it was hot. I understand Absolutely. everybody's Absolutely. but you you got to learn point. how to right i'm not saying channel it i'll never tell a grown person what to do that's not me but learn how to as they say Rels, chew on the meat and spit out the bone we all know what happened and why it happened but we gotta look at the bigger picture of who's profiting off of this shit this has become a bigger profit than the fucking game itself don't get it twisted if this would have been any other case you wouldn't have heard nothing about it. It would have went under right. the rug. Oh, you know what? Oh, what? Rell's fuck. Fuck with Rell. Excuse me. I'm sorry. Uh, what, whatever Rell said. It was a great game to watch. Great ratings. No, that's not going to sell. We need a hook. And mm-hmm. you know what? Like I said, I am happy for that girl, Miss Reese, because she's profiting. She's been on every news outlet under the sun. She's yes, she is. Paid. I'm going to you, but- Hold on. <laughs> I'm sorry. But no, 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 no! You
1: know, you know, you, you, are good, I'm just at let Ebony know. Um, I'm just gonna let Ebony go because she about to um get on the flight. So, well, I'm, I'm done. I'm done.
7: I hope I can hang around. I hope.
1: Yeah, hang around. Someone hit your your, your next tape and stuff no, like that. No, I don't. I
7: don't. want to do that. I just want to hear. Bully, <laughs> I just, just want to hear bully talk. So I can go to bed. Hey man, next important, Next I
6: got it. Some-
7: you, you, you
1: definitely, you definitely, definitely said some real points. Real shit. And we all could take off, be a little bit objective objective and take a step back. He's absolutely right. Right? It's gonna be a spin doctor shit. Just like he said. It can't just be a simple. <laughs> my bad, y'all. Y'all, hell
8: no. Y'all no, Hell
1: no. Yo, but oh, you hear me? Yeah, yeah you know, I can hear you. Go. Yeah, we I'm hear like, you. Right, my headphones acting a whole fool. Nah, but Dom had great points <laughs> in the fact that how the media spin this shit it can't just be a simple game about simple two game. women going at about it. Two women going at it. And, that, and that's the problem. And that's the problem. But let's go. Um, Daryl, I'm going to get to you. Let me just get the app because she's leaving for um, a trip.
9: Hey, Ab. Where you going, girl? Where you going?
7: I'm going to touch grass. Oh, my god, nah.
6: <laughs> touch
7: grass. I hate that shit. I yeah, yeah. She Ralph, 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 she didn't say yes, that.
6: Yes, she
10: did, dog. I'm going to go bro, touch grass, touch concrete. I'm going Twitter. to go touch sand, <laughs> whatever
4: y'all want to say.
10: Now I'll just play. Now I'm going. I'm going to go chill out with the fam in Maine. So we're gonna go up there and okay, get fat and eat. It. You know, get the lobster food. You no know, lobster. I love Maine. Maine I seafood. Love that lobster. Food. Yeah. Yeah. So we we just, just going to, to go chill in Maine for a little oh, while. Um, chill in Maine. Oh, you got some money. <laughs> oh,
5: we got
10: money. <laughs> now we just we just we chilling. We do alright, okay, but okay. um. You I just want to say that the game them. itself was enough it was to sell because before the shenanigans, uh, we were uh, they they did better, like you said, than most ball games, than most the Super Bowl. So I didn't need the extras. It was just a lot of people who shouldn't have had an p- opinion on the situation had one. There is, and then they use the kids. They use the kids as the, the debate. Tarzan, so I'm on a thing. Can you can you loud? Can we we share in the space, bro? You loud. Keep it down. So you so um they they said uh that uh yeah basically they're using the kids as pawns to get the, to project whatever insecurities or agendas ag- they have um like I said again, the the game was enough. It was uh, Andrew Reese and the LSU, which was a, a a power team throughout the whole season, versus another power team with another power uh, a scorer. They didn't need the extras. The extras came after the the ratings was over already there. So I'm gonna have to disagree on that aspect. It was just a lot of unwanted opinions and people putting their walls in in and, and put. Uh, like projecting their wars basically and problems to these kids. It's a game. You talk junk. I've heard craziness playing the game of basketball. Absolutely craziness coming from the stands. You just play ball act like you ain't hear it. That's part of the game. Like the the only thing that it was was who did it. They felt like they had to defend somebody It come to a defense. And Caitlin Clark is the innocent person she just won the ball she she's saying I ain't see nothing uh wrong with it we we talking trash and that's just what it is like so for for people to have take problem with it and call it you know pick and try to find why it was different than Caitlin Clark you need to ask yourself a lot of questions you need to ask yourself a lot of questions why is this a problem for me why is this a problem for me so um I just I, I just I, I'm not with the, the disrespect to the kids because they still are kids. So I'm going to say something every time um, we got to protect the babies. I you know, me and my babies, even the ones on the Knicks. So uh, we got to we got to protect the kids. That's just it. We can't make excuses for the nonsense no more. Like there's people out here with no hoods. So like uh, we just got to protect our own. And speak out on it and let people know we see your hypocrisy. We see it. We hear it. We see it loud and clear. Mm -hmm. You're not fooling nobody. You're insulting my intelligence is what you're doing, but you're not Mm -hmm. fooling anybody. So I'm going to land my plane there. I love you, sis. I love you.
1: Great fucking point. On point. You know, and you, like I said, I tell people, like, you play college ball. Like, you know, my my kids, they they do, me and my wife down there, um, our kids play sports. You know what I'm saying, and just like with my daughter, like I said, my daughter cocky. You know what I mean. Do her day on the soccer field, and nobody should be looking at her any type of way because all the other little girls in all beautiful shades of color are doing the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it, and it's, it's
10: good. It's good for your. It's nasty. good for the. It's good for the spirit. It's good for the it competitive is. edge. Like you get a, you gain a tough skin. Like it's nothing. Like that's why when I'm in these spaces and people thinking they're gonna get to you, like I've heard it all. Like you, re- I've heard. I had to stop in the middle of the game, thinking my mom's about to fight somebody because all I hear is I fight kids. So like you hear this <laughs> stuff, like you hear it. Like it's not nothing. It's nothing new to the game. It's nothing new at all. So uh, it's just good for the game. It definitely is. It, it adds the competition and personality because you see these kids, you see the personalities, you see the spirit that they have. And, again, it's the media putting these two teams together because, was it Alexis Morris, I, I, if I could find the clip, she has a clip of her, them asking, who would she want to meet in a tournament that's not on her team? Like, who does she want to meet? And she said, Caitlin Clark. That was the first name, no hesitation. So while they're speaking to her, Caitlin Clark is walking to her and, and she looks starstruck. Like she stopped speaking and put her hand to her mouth on some whoa and they give each other dap. So it's just the narrative. Leave these kids alone. Let them be kids. They're playing a game. Let them play a game and get where they got to go. That's just it. Like, stop putting your political views with these kids and all the other stuff. Just cut it out. Let these babies grow and get where they got to get to. Hmm.
7: And, and no more touching grass, man. <laughs> I, I
10: don't know. I'm That's touching grass. World, I don't know what man, I'm touching—sand, concrete. I'm out of here, though. <laughs> oh, <no>. <laughs> <laughs> Yo,
1: have fun. Be safe. We love you. And if somebody fuck with me on Twitter, you gotta defend me now. I Ain't no kid, but you are gonna defend me because I, I remember. Some, I, I, I think I forgot. It was I think it was Trippy Space and said some. Somebody says some fuck shit, and you went off. Usually Miss Pam, usually Miss Teresa, when you went off, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm going to have her ass defend me besides my woman. So no, now you your don't. job is my woman, you, don't and skills. Y'all three are subject to defend me now. Thank you very much. Don't
3: be don't be surprised if Ebony comes out if we beat the Cavs in the first round. Ebony gonna be talking shit. She gonna be the only one that we didn't even pick to talk and shit. Yeah. You gonna see her on Twitter uh, no. I told
0: y'all.
10: I save my shit ass. talking for the outsiders. Nicole I bang with her, but I saved from other teams. I bang with Nicole hard, but uh, other teams I saved the shit talking for for the
11: other teams. I leave uh, <laughs> I leave the
10: uh I tried to be cordial yeah. here until one of she, us. She gonna be like, I, you. I told you
11: about my babies. They went off. I told
10: you.
11: <laughs> I got received
1: Stop. Stop. I got
11: receipts,
1: Top. I got receipts. Yo, bro. I ain't fucking with Ebony, Miss Pam, Miss Teresa. It's like somebody's aunt's come down, come downstairs at the project building ready to fuck some shit up with some Vaseline with some hoop earrings. I ain't fucking with y'all. Mm-mm. Yeah, mm-hmm.
10: Miss, miss, miss uh, Queen P and Queen T, they always got the back, though. They ain't playing about their <laughs> baby either. that's for sure.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Yo, yo, let's go to my boy Daru. How you doing, man? How's the family? Hey, man. Everybody,
2: everything's good. Everything's everything. Yo, Daru. Daru.
8: I'm not with that touching grass stuff, but I just finished cutting grass, so that's good enough.
2: Yo, Daru. (laughs) and
8: cut grass. Yo, come closer
2: to the mic. mic. Hear me now? I can't. I can't can't, hear you. Go Go ahead, say say something. Something. All right.
9: All right. You got an echo, dude. That's you. Oh, you know what it is.
6: Oh. Go ahead, oh. Go
10: ahead, leave, oh, the leave the babies
6: alone.
8: How about now? Yeah, you're, yeah. Good now. you're good now. Yeah, man, grow up and cut grass. Stop touching grass. That, that's the most annoying saying I've heard on here. I, it's a, it's a new shaking ass now. Stop it. But yo, what? Yo, I'm not, I'm not with that minimizing racism stuff, man. What are we doing? What are we doing? You know, I, I can't minimize racism. You know, I'll, tell me how to profit off of racism. Let me know. Let me know how to profit off of it. You know, racism, you know, it's a little more dangerous to me. I get pulled over by a cop. I'm worried more than just about getting a ticket. But, you know, that's, that's my experience in life. <laughs> this whole, it's, there's a couple of things to separate, first and foremost, when we talk about this women's basketball uh, tournament. One thing, it's the best tournament I've ever seen. It's the best one I've seen yet, I should say. It's a terrific tournament. There's more talent out there than there ever has been. More great teams out there than there ever has been. So shout out to them. It's a great national championship game as well <clears throat> That's preceded by a great uh, national semifinals when the best team in the country was knocked off. Shout out to Caitlin Clark. Caitlin, you know, say whatever else you want to say about Caitlin Clark. Kaitlyn Clark is the best basketball player in the country. She deserves all the accolades that she received. You know what I mean? There's no irresponsible hype about Kaitlyn Clark. She is absolutely legit. Next year, she'll be the number one pick in the draft. Shout out to Angel Reese. Terrific basketball player. Double-double machine. You know, but you know, Caitlin Clark's story is a lot like Larry Bird was in the 80s. There, there's a, it was a league, the NBA was a league that was dominated by black players. And a lot of white people saw Larry Bird as a great white hope. But you got to separate how those white people saw Larry Bird and how they talked about him from how he was as a player. Larry Bird busted your ass, point blank period, end of discussion. He's Larry Bird. Caitlin Clark is the same way, you know? And Kate, there's a lot of people that put project their racism or project their feelings into Caitlin Clark. That doesn't impact what kind of play that Caitlin Clark is. And when Iowa lost, there were a lot of people who were disappointed because of what Caitlin Clark and the rest of the Iowa squad represented to them. And when Angel Reese did what she did, she provided them the target to um, direct their disappointment. So let, let's separate those players from the people that we really should be talking about. That's the fans, those people, as Ebony referred to, who probably didn't even watch that many games or didn't watch any game before that, who decided to watch that game for, the, for that reason, looking for that person to win other than watching for the best player to win. Also, in regards to uh, this team, in in regards to um, this this, um, racism being used to hype up the tournament, the tournament was over. Why would you need to hype up the tournament after the tournament was already over? They already received great ratings. It was already one of the greatest, it was already the highest rated tournament of all time. I believe it was the highest rated sported event on ESPN thus far this year. It was hot. It was a more, uh, higher rated than the uh, bowl games, other than the national championship game. It was higher high rated than anything that was played on ESPN this year. So there, there was no need to hype that. Uh, Yo, bro, so we, bro yeah. they, they say that it was, it was um, better than
1: a lot of NBA finals, NBA games, NBA finals too. games too.
8: That's what I'm saying. The woman's game, the woman's game is growing exponentially. It, it's growing big time. I mean, there's a lot that you can appreciate in watching women's basketball. Uh, the movement that they're just now getting into the men's game has always been in the women's game. The, the cutting, the backdoor cuts, uh, all that. That's always been there. It, it's, it's always been something that, that you can appreciate. Unfortunately, with staying in the women's game, what has held back the women's game more than anything else, is 25, 26 years ago, when the WNBA came out, and also the ABL, people forget about the ABL, but the ABL came out as well. The WNBA had all the back, had the back end of the of the NBA, of course, and it also had the back end of major media, you know. And they, in the WNBA, was a, a league that was played in the summertime, mostly to um, make money off of arenas that were being empty during the summer because there was nothing going on there was no hockey and no basketball. So you could, so you can make a little bit, even if you wasn't making, even if the stadium wasn't packed, you were making a little bit of money off of that because of what the WNBA was. You had the ABL that were playing in second tier cities. You had it in places like Richmond, Virginia, and those other places. And they played in uh, smaller arenas, like civic centers. They The ABL had more talent in the league than the WNBA did at that time. The ABL had a formula because they were playing in smaller arenas, yet they were playing their players a little bit more. They had a formula where in the long term, women would have made more money at this time as opposed to going along with the WNBA formula. If we go along with the ABL formula at that time, then a Brittany Grinder doesn't have to go to Russia to play basketball during the offseason. You know, what kind of legit professional league are you if you have to go overseas every year to play? So I'm, I'm excited about what the uh, women's basketball is going to bring. Um, in regards to Nikki, and respect to Nikki, you know, Kim Mulkey. I mean, you're LS, LSU fan, so I remember, a f- what, 15 years ago when Kim Mulkey and Pokey Chapman were beefing, when Pokey Chapman was the uh, coach at LSU. You know, so Kim, you know, Kim, Kim's a little dirty, and and in regards to stand up for players, she has no choice. In this, um, in this age of, um, name image, name image and likeness, and these players being able to transfer at will now, you better because you're dealing with professional, pseudo professional players now, who if you don't stand up for them, they're gonna say mother made you, mother fuck you, and go to the next school. So I mean, that's what it is. So you better stand up for, you better stand up for those places, you have no choice. That's called, that's called self survival. That's called self preservation. I don't, I don't know how, you know, I don't, I don't know how strong she stood on that. And, and uh, people mentioned Allen Iverson earlier. This is what I remember about the Allen Iverson story. And this is another thing in regards to racism and perception if people remember, this happened in 2002, the year after the Sixers uh, went to the finals. So the following season, they go to the playoffs, and they get knocked out. They get upset by the Boston Celtics. You know, Boston decided they were going to play him a certain way. Instead of doubling off of Iverson, they'll play Iverson one-on-one and cover all those other players. So Iverson could still get his. But the other players weren't going to be able to get off. They weren't going to be open shots for Eric Snow or Aaron McKee when he came into in game or anything like that. So instead of um, Larry Brown acknowledging or having to face the fact that he got outcoached by Jim O'Brien, he comes up with this whole thing about, well, we wanted to go against the w- double teams, but we couldn't get people to come to practice. So practice, practice, practice. The day after that, the day after that, that's all everyone talked about for like the next 24, 48 hours. And I believe that press conference took place, that infamous press conference took place during after the exit interview. And that, and that build up led to Iverson, Iverson saying, we're talking about practice. I can't believe we're talking about practice. So a lot of these things have to be put in this proper perspective You know, I was think joked about that right now But I always look at that more as a um, a negative towards Larry Brown Who has a lot of negatives on, on his um, book But he also has a lot of friends in the media Who are willing to cover up for him You know, Larry Brown, people forget Larry Brown, the owner of the Detroit Pistons Even after he won the championship, when he left owner of the Detroit Pistons said he's a bad man and not bad meaning good he's not a good man so you know but that's also another thing we're talking about in regards to to racism and how things are covered um the perception of things Uh, look at Jokic there's a chance that Jokic could be a three time and three time in a row MVP and doesn't have the pressure to win as an MB does, as a Giannis, even though he already has a ring or a tape. As, as Melo did in that same position. position. As Melo in that same Exactly. Exactly. So, you know, you, you can, there, there's racism in, in, in a whole, there's a racist perspective, there's a race racist lean in pretty much everything. But that's natural because this is a country that was built on Racism. This is a country where one of the first laws in the country were the slave codes. who said if you, were a, if you were of African descent, not only were you a slave, but your descendants are slaves as well. And you had no chance of getting out of that. So I don't understand how people would think that, that racism, so when people, when Dom says that racism, is, is people profit, profiting off of it? Of course they are, because it's the American way. People have always profited off of racism. But to diminish it is insulting. And I'll land my plane there.
2: Yo, Yo, Darul. That was dope, bro. That was dope, bro. Hold on. I was going to say, you got to, uh, hold on. Mute your mic, Darul. Got to, um, do me a favor, uh. I don't know what it was, man. I was sitting there listening to to the to the, to the what you were saying. I had to hold 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 uh, my phone up to my ear, bro. It was so low. I was sitting there like I couldn't see nothing. I'm just holding the phone up to my ear, and then like so. I don't know if you have to like reset reset or whatever, but like you know, I just want to tell you because I, I definitely want you to be here for the other conversations too.
3: Yeah, but... Darul, you sounded. Uh, uh, I could hear you, but you sounded low. Like you sounded yeah. like yeah,
6: yeah.
1: But it was definitely, everything we said was dope and hit home, man. You know, um, pretty definitely appreciate you. Bully, if you don't mine, I'm going to um, let Ms. Teresa go. And then I'll go straight to you. And then we go to either uh, Miguel or Re- Recap. <laughs> Ms. Teresa, how you
12: doing, queen? I'm good tonight. How you guys doing?
1: Doing great. That's good.
12: You know, this is a not this is not a good subject for me. Racism. If I talk about Angel Reese, I gotta talk about racism. I'd rather talk about college basketball. I just got into I got into college uh, men's basketball about four years ago with Gonzaga basketball.
0: And
12: almost every player on that team you could call black. Because you know what they say if you got one tiny drop in you, you're black. But they were biracial. And most of the kids in that school were biracial. And that's what this country is becoming. It's becoming a biracial country. And for all those people, those old people, those old heads who refuse to change, those old heads who refuse to see this new way of life, the people, my generation and older, who try to teach their kids, no, don't like that one. Don't, no, I don't want you to like that one. No, don't you bring that home. It's just not working. Okay, these young people today don't give a damn what we thought, and I thank God for that. I thank God that these kids, these babies, don't give a damn about what we think about what we thought. During the Floyd, uh, the George Floyd, um, the that situation, I was watching a lot of stuff on TV and I cried a lot, a lot. I cried a lot. I've cried a lot about the situation. I've seen so many black men die. I've seen white students die because they wanted to protest with black students. See, it's not like it is today. Like when uh, Reverend Pearson went back and took his seat in Tennessee and that sea of college students. You couldn't tell who was black and who was white because it was such a mixture of people there. All there for one another. And those were college kids. Okay? I saw something online that said... um, this generation is going to take over the Republican party or something like that. I hope this generation wipes them out. I hope there will be no more parties. I hope it's just made the best man or woman win. Okay. No matter the color, no matter the, uh, what do you call it? Sexual preference, no matter what, no matter what, in my time, you know, a lot of kids, people want on Facebook, they want to wear that uh, one, a t shirt that says they want to see a championship in their lifetime. i seen two. I want to first see my people get along, I want to see my own people get along with one another. Okay, I want to see that because we are way behind other na- other nationalities or races or whatever. <clears throat> First, we gotta put our house in our own house in order, and then we gotta spread some love around this country, around this whole world, okay? I've been listening to this and I did not want to. Oh, I did not want to listen to this stuff today. I did not want to be here. I did not want to do the space we did on Monday because I'm tired of I don't want to be on Twitter anymore because of the way the spaces are, how people treat each other in the spaces. And now today, I hear that my queens were being disrespected. Ooh, mm mm-hmm. Okay, queen, don't go there. Mm -mm. They they tried. They
10: tried. They ain't get too far, though, Mr. T. (laughs) You know,
12: I'm just going to calm it down. Calm down. I,
10: y'all, I didn't even
1: know what happened. That definitely got to tell me later on because I was at work. Uh,
12: and you know what? I don't even want to go there because those were some very young, I guess, mm. very dumb Cleveland Cavaliers fans. Ugh. Okay? They Ugh. were not. But it's bad enough. The stuff that I've seen go on in the last week in Knicks' faces.
1: I try to tell on. them
12: we supposed to all be the same fans for all the same team. Damn I, it.
1: I try to tell them, Queen. I try to tell them. Everybody's my witness. B, I mean countless times I said we being watched. I said my space. I said smooth in them space. I said everybody's space. We are being watched. A, everybody bully, Don everybody hear me preachers all the time. It's a big reason why me being bullied we you know, we try to be respectful to everybody, support everybody, don't even try to be disrespectful because there's no need. Sometimes people be saying crazy shit to Dom and he's a whole grown ass man. You know what I'm saying? He could he could be our father. You know, regardless you disrespect his take or not. But it's just crazy how everybody else just allows this shit, you know. And I say something to somebody, I ain't gonna mention the person's name, but I said something to my closed doors, like, you know, you can disagree with Dom all you want. Dom always been straight with me, number straight up guy, and you know I love Dom, but it could be Dom, you ladies, like we gotta have some type of level of respect because these guys on on the Knicks is not don't even know who the fuck we are and not paying none of our rents. So for the, the, the way with this this go at it is just we did this I've it's, it's just crazy I've
6: never
12: seen anybody here in person. Okay, Queen Pamela is is becoming a. Very close friend of mine. Very close friend. And so is Queen Ebony. Okay? And we've never seen each other in person. Okay? But there's a a, a love, a sisterly love there. Okay. And it starts there. It starts there. With us loving each other, okay? Not just as no freaking Knicks fans, but as people. You know what I mean? As people.
1: Yeah.
7: The problem yeah. is everybody's Eagles and everybody wants to be but, right and everybody but, wants to be positive. Rels, Rels can I say something? We, mm-hmm. with, with you and B especially, because I probably know y'all the most doing this nonsense, but remember a year ago I was saying, you know what? Somebody's got to have the balls to cut these folks off. You know, enough is enough. When you start getting to that disrespectful level, you know, somebody got to cut them off. But again, like anything else we do, we let shit ride. We let the disrespect ride. But we'll get on here and bitch about everything under the sun. But nobody has the Mm -hmm. balls to cut some fool off. Oh, let's
3: it, it, get into that, bro. Because I held a, sp- a space a couple a couple of days ago, a uh, baseball space, and somebody came in and he was talking. You know, he talked. The thing is about it, bro. They they talk about the team that you're talking about, but then when you disagree with them, they tend to get disrespectful. So it's like, bro, we're in the space and we're having a nice conversation about sports. Don't get too personal. So when they start getting disrespectful and, and then they, they try to go personal, it's yeah. like you start cutting them off. Then they want to start talking shit, talking about, oh, why you cut them off? And it, and it's because of that. So I feel you. I've, I've done well, it a couple I, of times. Well, I, 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 I'm
12: almost finished. I'm almost finished. Sorry, Queen. I mean, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's okay. We did a space last Monday, okay, about three people in Tennessee and the racism there was so heavy and so palpable that you could feel it in your chest. But Three Queens had a conversation about it with a lot of you guys that are here right now in this space. And we had a conversation. We had a conversation. Nobody cursed nobody and it was me and and queen pamela in the room and nobody cursed okay nobody cursed each other out and we talked about something very powerful we had a conversation and we can have conversations about something so heavy we damn sure need to be able to talk about the freaking next okay 'Cause I'm telling you right now in the living ass on Nick's Twitter that loves this team more than me. Okay. Now I am finished now speaking. Hi, Dom. I didn't get a chance to say hi, Dom. What
1: up, Miss. <laughs> I love you, Miss Teresa. I
12: love you too. I love all you got. Hi, Recat.
13: What's going on, Miss T?
12: Did y'all, see, did y'all see recaps and obi do rag okay.
1: yes
12: did y'all see that
1: that's and my favorite did one
12: did y'all hear the thundercat y- <laughs> okay y'all might not know that because that was a couple of years ago and y'all a bunch of squares so but recap <laughs> knew it <laughs> and that's all that can recap knew it
13: yeah, thanks for that, actually. You made the you made the uh, the short I made for that. So, so good, and I appreciate you uh, so much for that. Uh, real quick, before everybody else goes, I just wanted to say, when I heard uh, Ebony was getting, you know, you know what in that space, I was respectful till I heard that. And Ebony can tell you for a fact, I'm pretty sure she ain't even heard me go off like that before, I took it to every single one of those fucking Cav fans. I swear to God, every single one of those Cav fans got it from me. Because when I heard they're trying to be disrespectful to the queen over here, I, I, heard you,
1: I heard you on off, bro. I got to listen to
10: the playback tomorrow while, while, while I was on a rampage, bro. I, I heard, bro. was on rampage, bro. They took me out of character a little bit, called a couple it. of people a cup, oh. P-Words, you know? It happened. Oh, my God. Yo, it's so crazy. I'm at
1: work. I'm doing this account, and I'm like, yo, I wish I could go away right now, but I. I it was a swamp today. But Lord, oh, Lord.
6: Mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm.
8: What happened, man?
10: Uh, they just, um, we was in the Cleveland Cavaliers fan, uh, and they were talking and you know, we going back to back and you know, what's uh, a lot of things, a big issue besides racism, we have the sexism. So I guess, old boy, didn't like the fact that a woman was knew what she was talking about and putting him in his place. So he felt he, he used the go-to card. but, uh, you already know about me. I don't got to, uh, I don't have thin skin at all. And, uh, for those who didn't know me, I used to do corrections. So I'm used to deal with all type of publics, you get what I'm saying? So it's nothing to me. <laughs> it's nothing to me. And um he, he thought he thought he was dealing with maybe somebody in his neighborhood and how they acted, but I'm a New Yorker, so um I, I'm used to snapping back. I'm used to the, the back and forth and that's what we had. Uh he he thought he was trying to put me in my place and I don't have one of those. So She didn't need the help,
13: but you know, just as a as a as a guy in alpha in there, just trying to like look at what was nah. happening.
10: Now recap, I appreciate slide. it because you came in, he came in there with the disrespect and the numbers. So you couldn't mess with that. Yeah, I was they going. couldn't they
13: could say nothing. They were shut. They're like oh, uh 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 Caris LeBurt, uh 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 I don't care
10: about stats. Uh 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 you definitely so, did I mean, shut it not. down, no recap. He shut it down. Okay, he came like. through with the with the basketball knowledge and then he got ignorant too. So it was like the best of both worlds.
1: <laughs> Yo, I can't wait fuck you. I'm gonna snatch it.
10: <laughs> I'm off tomorrow too. All right,
3: all right, just, wait, just wait till Saturday. If we beat them game one, I am going to search up Cav spaces so hard. And I am going to yo, Queen, I hope you, you should come in with me. Because I'm about to go off on game one if I find out. If I find out they're doing spaces and we beat them, you, know, oh, you know
10: I'm in them spaces. I was it's, in all it's the over. spaces yesterday. It's over.
3: I'm, I'm gonna be in there, and be like, "Yo, who the motherfuckers that disrespected the queen right now? What y'all
6: talking about? Y'all gonna beat us? What
3: so the and,
10: and then he he popped in, he popped in states, uh, states, um, space, trying to kumbaya. by was Oh, it's a different tone now, right? You a lame. I can smell the corn ball through the screen. Preach. Preach. Woo, woo. She really wants to say something else. <laughs> she really wanted to say something else. Yeah, I, got- I gave him the corn ball this time.
8: Yeah, right. <laughs> right. Or we could right. call them the straight straight herbs.
1: Straight herbs, man. That's just crazy,
10: man. My my favorite is calling they... people the captain of goof troops. You're the captain of the goofy um, goof brigade or goof goof troop. I'm up here getting tongue time. I like to call people goofies. It gets them mad. Call somebody <laughs> a goofy the next time you're in an argument. Guaranteed, it blow their top. Yeah, my, my daughter be saying that shit to
1: people like, Goofy. Like, they get tired.
10: <laughs> I guarantee
12: you, I guarantee you, they will be just like Izzy and Slater. You won't be able
10: to find that. ass. hmm Mm-hmm.
6: Mm-mm-mm-mm.
12: It's
1: all right. I got
10: screenshots. I'm going to find his ass.
1: Ab- absolute, absolutely.
10: <laughs> absolutely. I got alcohol. For the
1: receipts, for the receipts, I got them. I'm telling y'all, I keep them. I keep them. I, I'm. I my uh, B will tell you, sis, I do as well. Uh, I'm a nice guy out here, but I'm petty as hell. And um, my my B will tell you, B will tell you, if if, if, if half if half these motherfuckers just start switching up their story and tell about how good the team is, they believe in the team, and they would say that their narrative. Oh, I was gonna love the guns. B just laughs about it because he's just an instigator, but yo, yeah.
6: I would never. <laughs> but, uh
10: Rails, I wanted to say, yeah, he, he tried to say I played the the, the woman card and he spoke of me being a woman first. It was the most funniest shit ever. It was so funny that Ray had to, I before I could even say anything. Ray Ray said, um Ray said he was like, She didn't pull the woman's car, you did. Mm. <laughs> mm. It's, Exactly, like that. Nah, I'm pulling the woman card now because I noticed the difference between how you talk to me and how you talk to them. So, uh, right, I'm gonna call that out every time, absolutely. Mr. Lane. Mm. Yes, yeah. but I'm I'm good now. You could put me down as a speaker. I, I I'm I'm good, but I'm gonna be listening. I'm here, y'all.
1: Okay, sis, definitely, definitely I appreciate you. And before we go to Queen Pam, I definitely want to touch on uh, what Don was saying. Dom's absolutely right, and you know. The the problem is Miss Teresa as well. We we do our spaces differently from everybody. That's why we have our rules. And other than maybe one time, and that made both these parties apologize. Our space always been a safe haven where people um can hear some real conversations from y'all and have the level of respect. You know, we I can't never tell nobody how to run their spaces, but when I speak, you know, I try my best just to let people know like. We gotta, we got just come together as men. We being watched. We gotta set the example, you know. But you know, there's only a few of us who get it, and then other people just want to be part of what I call popular next table, which I never understand. But that's honestly, ladies and gentlemen, the problem. Everybody wants to be part of a crew or be acknowledged, and a lot of these motherfuckers probably just need hugs. I I, I don't know, but what's I, blame, I my-
8: blame one person. What's that tips? Knicks fan TV. Oh, <laughs> that's what everyone, everyone's trying to get there. And the thing about it is, he didn't even get there by doing that. No, no, <laughs> you're,
1: that.
8: Absolutely,
1: you're absolutely right. Every listen, it's, it's crazy. They act like they on fucking MTV or TRL, but you can't make this shit up. But, um, bully. Bully, I'm gonna go to you. I'm gonna go to Pam because I know you had to go for the, for the babies. God, Thank bully. you. I was getting ready to fall asleep. Put this money. Mother- I know, right? <laughs> well, I mean, Dom is bedtime, so you know, you know, Brutus is probably already there anyway.
9: <laughs> you, uh, can you hear me? Okay.
2: Hear you, bro. Nah, we can't hear you, bully. Nah, we we hear you, bro. I
9: hear you, <laughs> you good? Yo, so he's I kinda, a jerk. Yo, with this whole race conversation. Like Daru and Dom both brought up some valid points, both of them. And there's so many different ways to look at. There's so many different perspectives. Like I don't expect Dom to know what it's like to, you know, walk in my skin as I don't know what it's like to walk in his. And then I, I agree with Daru when he brought up, you know, minimizing racism. And, What's going on with these young ladies, it's just a microcosm of society. And as you guys are talking about, the first thing that went to my head when you guys are talking about the media was the lawsuit against Fox News, Rupert Murdoch, that's being brought to them by uh, Dominion Voting Systems. And and what happened? The guys on that network, was, they were lying. They were selling lies. And that's how you make money off of racism. I know we were talking about, you know, the series or the tournament was over, this and that. It doesn't matter what the truth is to to some people. Like, it just doesn't matter what the truth is. They want to hear what they want to hear, and there's someone to give it to them. And if you go down the list of everyone, at least some of the big names that were just fearing this ignorance, Jason Whitlock, Candace Owens, Sean Hannity, Tucker Carlson, Laura Ingram, and I can almost guarantee you those people didn't watch a single game in the tournament. But you know what? Who is the most talked-down-upon person in our country? It's the black woman. Like, that's just the truth. They they get paid the least. They're least appreciated. So, to me, it was just a microcosm of our society, and that's, that's pretty much, you know, all I had. You know, because Daru, you you brought up some good points and I agree with everything you said, you know, about as far as the race side of it. But also I do see where Dom is coming from when when he's talking about the money side of it, because there's money to be made. And like I said the other day, I'm in the ladies in the three queen space. They're just using race to make money. That's that's just all it is. So I I do agree with that sentiment. And I also do agree with you, Daru. But that's pretty much all I had.
8: I, I I and I can't deny. I mean, people make money. People make money off of racism. I mean, yeah. that's a fact. And you, and you just you just named a prime example, Fox News. They make money off of racism. So, but now nah, I, I can't I can't deny that at all. Uh, but um, racism to us is, is is more than just a, a financial concern. It's a, right. it's a it's an existential concern for us. It's it's right. literally life and death. Life or death to us so right. it just has to be you know can't minimize it we can't minimize it. a lot of people minimize it and that's why they don't recognize things unless it happens for them right on t look at all that happened to happen to had to happen to george floyd to wake up some people you got well, to speed on video
9: because i everything you're saying i agree with 100 but let's just say now i I hate we, we keep bringing race into it, but it's it, it's, it's relevant. Let's say it's a a middle aged white guy from I don't know Wisconsin or I don't know can somewhere somewhere rural, right? Mm-hmm. And people can tell him, yo, racism is real. These things are real. These things are happening to to black and brown people, but it's not a reality to him. So how do you communicate that to him? But how do you communicate it in a way where you're bridging the gap rather than pushing the other person away because at the end of the day we do want people to know that this is going on like some people are really clueless that they don't know so how do you bridge the gap like how do you communicate that and still bring them closer because at the end of the day we don't want to go back and forth with each other like top bunk said we want us to be one but a lot of times i hear when, not you not david but just in general people have these debates they're pushing each other further away from each other rather than listening to understand or listening to comprehend. So to me, that's where the battle is. Like how do you bridge that gap in communication from one side to the other?
8: Well, like like we said, and I don't want to take up too much time, I'm only hogging up the space, but like we discussed on Monday, I think some people just are invested in not believing that racism exists because, you know, they profit from racism. I'm not talking about just Fox News. I'm talking about your everyday person. Right. You know? right. And so if if someone's being held down, that means someone is being raised up. And if I allow everyone to come up, then and we're all on equal footing, then maybe people talk about uh affirmative action as, as um uh people being uh given positions and not they don't deserve. Well, We've been living in affirmative action for 400 years, as far as I'm concerned. Or well, at least since 1865, as far as I'm concerned, we've been living in affirmative action. Because there are some people, there are many people who have positions simply because of the color of their skin. You know, it's not looked at that at that way, but that's that's the way it is. There's some people who wouldn't be in a position if they were anything other than white. I mean, that may hurt some people's feelings, but i I don't I don't think you can look at the history of this country and and argue any anything any differently. But all you can do is is be informed. And when you have those type of conversations. um, Hit people with facts or even if if it's not facts, if it's opinion, hit people with educated, um, reasonable opinions where people say, you know what, I may not agree, but I get that point of view. And I, I may be able to learn from that or that's something I, I, I didn't look at it like that before, but that's two reasonable people having that conversation. But like I said, there's some people out there who don't want to acknowledge racism because they're profiting from it. And that's
7: what I got. But, if you don't mind to to be to, to bully's point of how do we do this and that? I agree wholeheartedly with our rule, but we, we don't live in that world no more. I'm, this Thursday will mark 35 years that my wife and I have been fighting this this battle. And as some of y'all know, I served 20-something years in the military. So I've been places where it wasn't balanced on, on either side. But for 35 years, we tried to fight this battle until, to Bully's point, the way we learned to combat it is to ignore it. Because ignorance breeds Ignorance. So if I ignore it, if you want to call me ignorant for ignoring it and not going, and again, not to get into what I did for a living, it would have been easier for me to just go the other way. Trust me, it would have been much easier just to come out my pocket. But that wasn't going to work. And we, we realized this probably 10 years in. And this was a both sides thing. You know, that side, the white side and the black side. We tried the education. We tried the talking. That, that shit don't work no more our rule as much as we'd love to say it does it don't work no more because we're stuck on as we were saying earlier with the spaces when everybody's stuck on being right then nobody's wrong and then you never have no medium i mean i don't want to sound corny because Rells knows how i feel about this feeling shit but when you want to be right so bad Then that just fucks, excuse me, that just messes up the whole conversation. Everybody talks about let's have a conversation. But in order to have a conversation, somebody gotta talk and somebody gotta listen. And right now, we're we're not in that space in this country. I hate to say it. I love this country. I defended this shit for 20-something years of my life. I, I don't think we're there. And I don't even think we're close to being there. But I'll I'll stop right there. But Darul makes sense, but I think it's the. It's the shit we live in right now that it's, it's, it's almost pathetic folks. I'm sorry, but it's really sickening and pathetic to see what mm-hmm. the hell we're going through in
1: 2023. Absolutely. Both of you couldn't say any, any, any better than that, you know, and um, you know, everyone but- who served, you, you see different shit. You see, you, you see different shit and, really to your point, you get you get a chance to serve the country or just just travel. You see a lot of different shit and it, sometimes you like, is there any hope? And it seems like every generation try to put hope on that next generation to be better than what they were. And right now, that's how I always ask questions. I always ask questions about politics. I always ask questions about, you know, my friends and in, in, in about. You know, if you want to talk about the Republican Party, what holes that the Democrats have, I talk about both because I was awarded to be objective, a lot of shit, and learned. I wasn't just had blinders. And all points which y'all both were saying, and, and the queens were saying, every faction of it is true. And and like sometimes I don't have hope, and the only time I have hope if I'm just with this beautiful, in this space with this beautiful, y'all beautiful people amongst my friends. Of all shades of color, you know what I'm saying that I in, in my little community is built on respect. We are all going through some real shit, but I, I landed there. I know. I'll be who was next. Top who was next. Can,
8: can I say one thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm not going to say the I'm not going to say the touch grass thing because that's irritating as hell. But I would. <laughs> I don't think. <laughs>
1: Please thank you. I hate that shit. I told Steve yeah. yesterday, I said, I, I hate you. I hate you motherfuckers. Keep saying touch grass, and you got these grown ass people over the age of 34 talking about touching grass. It's like, shit. Like,
12: hey,
1: hey,
8: man, like, congratulations, motherfucker.
12: <laughs> Excuse <laughs> me.
8: I'm oh, sorry. I'm oh, sorry. Excuse oh, that's right. you took
12: me, it. me, but I said it. Now you going to call me names. because I, said it. I ain't calling you no I names. Don't it. get me in trouble. I, I,
8: I the only name I call you is Queen.
1: Queen. We ain't got other idiots in other spaces, respectfully as young people
8: say. Yeah, but
1: I, I, I said I, I, I was
12: touching grass.
8: I thought you was talking about the other grass.
12: Oh that shit! I was touching <laughs> that too. I was touching that too. Getting ready to touch that grass right now. You hear me? Oh, I'm getting ready shit. to touch it right now. Oh man! <laughs> as Queen Pam would tell me tell me all the time don't oh, hurt yourself only okay. shit! some very good grass
8: feel no
2: pain it is
8: called
12: Damn. white cherry
2: oh
6: okay
2: <laughs> <Yeah>. raising <laughs> up that raising up that smoke
1: uh, uh i love y'all i love y'all so much y'all <laughs> <I don't... laughs> uh, that it reminds me this night when the girls at the space and Miss MJ was talking my dicks and, and singing the dick song and it was a wild time. Shout out to the ladies. Shout out to Carla and, and my wife, and Mrs. Rose, up in here.
2: Yappy. <laughs> I love the I love the women next to them. <laughs> B, who's yeah, but, next, man? Oh, uh, we got we got we got uh I think everybody went and we got uh Well, hold on. We, Did Miss Pam go? Yeah, we got Miss Pam and we got recap. We got okay. two recaps. Oh okay, recap make sure. I'm not sure which recap it is. There's two recaps. So let's
1: let's go to Queen Pam. How you doing, Queen?
14: Hey family, how y'all doing?
1: Doing well. How you doing?
14: You know, I was doing good today. It was beautiful. You know, I said I'm gonna go outside, you know, do some queen shit. And And I checked into the space earlier. And Lo and behold, I go in there and there's Cleveland fans and they're disrespecting my little sister, Queen Ebony, and inviting her to perform fellatio and shit. And I just lost my mind because guess what? You know, I'm a military girl, so you can't say shit I haven't heard. But what I want to say is I respect you brothers that have these spaces, that have some sort of decorum, right? Some sort of decorum, because that just made the hair on the back of my neck stand up, and that sounded like somebody with mashed potato drawers to me. (laughs) When you come at me that way, brother, you got a problem, right? I don't know if it's circulatory. I don't know what it is, but I will never go into space and allow some nimwit to come at one of my sisters like that, because if you inviting us, you ain't got shit for us, Mm. right? You don't have to (laughs) invite me to do something that I want to do. And you bring me a bitch ass in our spaces and start talking shit. I'm about it. I'm about all of that. Right? Mm. Because I come from a place of love. I'm about uplifting my brothers and all of that. But I'm not doing the fucking disrespect. So, excuse my French, but... No, I good. appreciate your spaces, you know what I'm saying? I appreciate that, but appreciate I don't you. have no patience for that. So I got right down there with him, right? You're not going to talk to her like that. And he can come back if he wants to. I'm on the ready.
1: Well, I don't know who did that. I wasn't even there. Like I said, I, I'm mad that I missed that. I was at work. But um, whoever it is, y'all can tell me in the DM or whatever, how y'all want to tell me. If he in a, who he or they in the space, I'm definitely gonna say something. Um I know um recap went up there and defended y'all. Um I don't know who else did the same, but I gotta say playback. But immediately when that shit was going down, I would have kicked him out the space and then you know, but yo, who was who was we, just thought, we don't we don't have that shit here in this who? space. It
10: was it was somebody named I don't know Smithy or Smithy, but he, he has a bare, he has barely visible private part injury. Oh shit.
1: <laughs> Let me I had to questions. let him know.
10: I had to let him know. He was talking about some how you know. I said because you asked that question. That's how. <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh man,
1: yo, yeah, I nah, but- yo, I don't. You know what makes me mad? I, I, maybe I was good that I was at I was at work, but it makes me mad because all of you women deserve to be protected, and nobody, especially men, or if they want to call themselves men. Should be acting like that. I hate that shit. I hate that shit with a fucking passion. I don't give a fuck you was right or wrong. But what about just how this conversation went? At the end of the day, no man should be talking to y'all like that. Excuse my personal me. opinion.
12: Excuse me, well, a real man would never do that. So I mm. would never put them in the category of <laughs> men. I wouldn't disrespect right. men by calling them men. I don't know what those things were. They were Cleveland Cavaliers fans, Period.
14: Cleveland is thirsty. thirsty. That's who they were. Yeah. They were thirsty. Well, <laughs> it, was, thirsty.
10: It, it was bad. They they I started in Cleveland. It's it, it just, it just way too many of them coming in, and it was just coming in, not saying nothing, but just inviting people to their private. Like you just come up like they they came up. Normally uh-huh. SMD is a New Yorker thing, so I was surprised. <laughs> you know? Um, <laughs> right, I was surpri- right. I was I was surprised. I really was. Um so uh they just came in not talking. Somebody said we're not gonna talk facts. They were just bugging out. Uh, we don't we don't wanna hear the facts. Don't give me no stats. <laughs> we said what? Don't give you no stats. <laughs> That's <crazy>.
6: That's
1: <laughs> yeah, crazy. they
10: they they was in there also a lot of them was in there was on some uh our parents and married cousins type of That's thing. Oh, okay. That 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 makes sense. And
12: you will not find a Cleveland Cavaliers face anywhere. No, nope. they do not have a face anywhere. They barely have a timeline.
10: Yeah, mm-hmm. I know chills chills try to have one every once in a while, but I, I, I I've been in one of those before. It's not it's not like it's really not like our, uh, other spaces and as big. But my whole thing is I'm cool with speaking about basketball if you got facts. Like they was coming in here and wishing and prayers. Like you you can't tell me that uh we're not gonna beat you and then have nothing to back it up. It was crazy to me. Like
8: Ebony. You a ball huh? you're a baller. You always been a baller, right? Yes. When you were coming up, how often did you play against dudes?
10: A lot, all the time. I played against dudes more than I did women when I was uh, coming up.
8: You played against dudes who, who got mad because you were better than them? Yes. What's the first thing they said?
10: What, because I'm a girl? Yeah. <laughs> or, or,
8: how, or how they react?
10: Oh, they didn't play me because I'm a girl. They didn't play me the way they were supposed to be because you're a girl. I ain't want to guard up on you because I ain't right. want to disrespect you. You're a girl
8: right they, they either did that they did that or they tried to shame you one yeah
10: most of the time i was busting ass so they was trying to cop please you know so yeah uh, yeah yeah.
8: <laughs> yeah you know i ain't really i ain't really gonna come up on you like that you know you no know, or you know or you were this or you were that yeah you know nah but saying? there was, so, there was a terrible so it was the same, it's the same thing you faced today
10: the nah, nah, definitely the I knew that from the get go cuz you would have thought I said something crazy, y'all. I had came in there talking to telling them that how they don't got two-way players. They're going to have to sacrifice their offense for their defense. Like you're going to have to like Donovan Mitchell's your offensive player, but he's not a defender. Same thing with Garland. And then I came in there t- like not on some attacking shit, and they they went sideways. So I had to let them know like yeah, y'all, y'all not putting no fear over here. This is this is what we do. I hear shit talking 24 hours. What I'm looking like, feeling a certain type of way about you, uh, Cleveland. I was about to be disrespectful again, but Cleveland, the state, didn't do nothing to me.
8: (laughs) Yeah, so instead of playing ball and busting them up, you was talking ball and busting them up, and they felt the same way.
2: Yeah, y'all ever been to Ohio?
10: There's a question. And you ever been to Ohio? You ever been out there? uh, No, I never had the uh, pleasure, but uh, the 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 mister did, and he tells me that I'm not missing anything. Nah, nah, you, you Cleveland, not the greatest place.
2: Uh If you, you you know you got Columbus, you got Dayton, but like, yeah, you're you're good. You're all right. You you be <laughs> you ain't missing nothing. So they call they call Cleveland a mistake by the lake, right? <laughs> I believe that's the case. Mistake man.
3: by the lake is the greatest thing that I've ever heard. Bro. Yeah, you shouldn't have told me that, but... Darul. You should have told me that. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now, bro. Uh, you just gave me energy, bro, for, the, for playoffs, bro. You just gave me – I already had energy, but you just gave me – you literally just gave me some extra boost coming into these playoffs because the chill is, like, the only Cleveland fan that I've ran into on Twitter space is the only one that I could accept. All these other Cleveland fans, man, they, they, they were preaching like they were about to win the NBA finals just because they got Donovan Mitchell. Now, again, never say never, but – uh, they they automatically thought that they were already NBA championships just because they got Donovan Mitchell. Like they they couldn't hey. humble
10: themselves. So I, I <laughs> yo they they're speaking straight like like word for word what what you what you hear Stephen A Smith say. Like that's where they're getting their knowledge from us from. Like it's ridiculous. Like the way what I was hearing that they were saying was so way off. It was way yeah, off. Yeah. See, Stephen, way is my,
3: my problem with Stephen A Smith too is is how like he's. Yeah. Uh, bro, he he tries to talk like he represents every single Knicks fan in, in 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 fucking sports, bro. You you not no you you have been tearing us down since day one. Like you're never you're never there when we go when we when we're, we're in the gutter. You only want to start praising us when we're actually winning. Like this uh, man was was caught, it, it was embarrassing that's the right. stuff that I had to hear, man. The stuff he, he, that I had hey, to bro, hear when we when we had to go through the trade. I mean, when we lost, uh, when we lost the chance to get a KD and Kyrie, now I get it. I, I get it. But again, it was worse than that. It was worse than that. Like, I the right. only time that I've heard this man actually, you know, have our back when we were down in the gutter, when we were down low, was the situation with Phil Jackson. But everything else, I've never heard him
2: really like, like, you like gotta, support us. Uh, you got to understand where he comes from, though. You got to understand. We are going then. to your next recap. <laughs> He's from Queens, right? Am if, if no, I no, mistaken? No, no. No, 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 no. You got to understand where he comes from. Stephen A. Smith comes from. Stephen A. Smith was with the Philadelphia Inquirer. Stephen yes, A. Smith is the position he's in today yeah. off the back of Alan Iverson. And anybody who tells you anything different than that don't really know. So he, that but man. But he, he's in fantasy he says it. He says nah, it. Nah, bro, he, I, 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 I question if he's even a, a real Nickelodeon. That dude was in Philadelphia at the Philadelphia Inquirer and he came up off the back of Allen Iverson 150% off the back of Allen Iverson and he that claims to be he claims to be a Knicks fan but he came up off the back of Allen Iverson and he came from the Philadelphia
10: inquirer so i i don't i don't know i don't but know be- but- B, I'm going to come at this at a different angle. I'm going to thank Stephen A. Smith for letting these people be delusional and giving them false information. Let them... <laughs> appreci- I appreciate that because they're not going to have n- no idea what's going to hit them. Absolutely none. <laughs>
12: mm-hmm. I cannot wait
10: until Saturday.
12: I swear I have. Butterflies
10: in my stomach, waiting for Saturday. I'm, <laughs> <Millie, okay.
0: laughs> okay. okay. I'm yeah. really rocking, rocking in this spaces. people's
6: spaces. Yo. Okay, rocking.
10: Okay. I'm merely rocking in people's spaces.
2: Listen, oh, I,
1: listen. Man. It's my lady's birthday, Saturday. Uh, We're supposed to go to dinner, <laughs> but I'm damn sure I'm gonna have the game, um, you know, on the, on my phone, and while nobody's paying attention to me. I'm gonna watch a little bit. She's in here though. Sherry You know how you, you know how you. Can I win, tell it's playoffs, baby. It's playoffs.
3: Rose, you know how you can win, bro. All you gotta uh-huh. do is buy one of the sweets and MSG when they, when they get here on game, on game three. Tell so her this uh-huh. is her birthday present.
1: Then there you go.
6: Hey,
1: you know what she gonna say <laughs> to that? She said, yeah after the <laughs> wedding's done. After we finish paying off the wedding. Damn, boy, lose, anyway. <laughs> lose anyway, yo. I lose anyway, bro. Until that
2: wedding's paid off. Oh, she, I, I, I can't do any extra spending. <laughs> I, I heard that she's taking your phone when you enter the restaurant. <laughs> that's, what I, that's a rumor. That's yo, room, yo,
1: bro. yo. Yo, yo, yo. Yo, yo, yo. Why, why, yo, why are you
2: giving high ideas, bro? Why, why, are
6: why are you instigating bro? Why are you
2: instigating bro? I, I, I just heard. It's a rumor. I don't know, man. All right, keep playing with me. I'm
1: going I'm to I'm make you a
2: profile tender, Tinder, bro. Keep playing with me. You know I'm petty. I thought, I thought it was a different one. What was the other one you said I was supposed to make one for? What's was that other one? Oh, Bumble. Bumble. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bumble. Yeah, Bumble. yeah I'll be out here in these streets. I got you, bro. I got you.
1: <laughs> but let's go to recap. And the, after the recap, we got um, Dan. Recap. One, one, one of
2: the recaps is up, whichever one wants to, you know. Whichever, whichever profile Troy? you want to... Is it? Is it, Is it? Troy? Is it, is it... Yeah. I don't think you can hear us. Yeah. All right. So let's go Dan.
5: <laughs> All right. What's going on, Go man, ahead, Dan. Top Rels. Uh, what's up, Dan? Early birthday, Mrs. Rels. Uh I got three words for any uh, Caps fans that are brave enough to be in here. Nixon six. Hmm. Uh, and I just wanted to say as far as uh, delusional Cleveland fans, uh, fun fact, up until Baker Mayfield, the winningest uh, quarterback in Cleveland Browns stadium history was Ben Roethlisberger. That's Damn.
2: hilarious. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> a fact. Isn't that sad? I know Dan don't like Cleveland because I know Dan's a, Dan's a Pittsburgh fan, so I know yeah. he don't. Hey, God! No so love for and when Cleveland. You, and when you haven't won, and
5: when you haven't won an NFL title since 1960, you really got nothing to complain about. You really got can't say shit. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I am a but like B said, uh, being a Pittsburgh, being a Pittsburgh born and raised and a Pittsburgh Steelers fan, I am definitely biased when it comes to the Cleveland Browns. They are. Like you said, B, they don't call it the mistake on the lake for nothing. And the best is there's a shirt they sell there's a shirt they sell it here in Pittsburgh. It says the only sign of life in Cleveland and it's a highway sign. It says Pittsburgh, 192 miles.
2: Tell yeah. us how yeah. you B- really feel about Cleveland. <laughs> <laughs>
6: no, no, I, mean, I mean, don't get me wrong. i I'm, I'm a
5: I admire what LeBron, I admire what LeBron did, bringing that title, bringing that title to Cleveland in 2016. But when that's all you got to talk about, and he still left to go to the Lakers, like something's wrong with your something's wrong with the city. If he doesn't want to stay, I'm just saying. Absolutely. Oh, snakes nice
1: up all right
10: uh
2: yo recap
10: was it on me yeah, yeah me. recap back
13: <laughs> all right
10: Sorry about we don't that. know
2: what recap it is man it's, it's, there's two recaps you know what i'm
13: saying so no, there's definitely don't... not two recaps the names are very very clear uh b they're, they're definitely not the same so don't don't play that shit with me
3: yo uh, are you are you off your tour oh, yet yeah, bro are you still
9: touring what's up
13: is that, is that top i might even going now going so
9: you know, yeah, he's
13: talking to the wrong person. I don't know what to tell him. Like I might I He's down there. He's legit oh, down there. I don't know man. what he's talking about. It ain't me. Um I just wanted to uh first of all, let me uh just give the flowers out real quick. Therapy and sports, therapies in session. Uh love y'all, man. I think uh yeah, I talk to Rells and B quite often, actually. Um uh big moves, big plans. Um that's all I'm gonna say about it because I like to do my stuff in silence before we, before we go through it with it. But, uh, man, I'm so happy for the future right now, especially with these two guys. Um, uh, if you don't know, man, uh, I, I show love and support to people who love and support me. And uh, me, Rels, and B really didn't even know each other for like a minute, but we were supporting each other because we liked the cause, and we became closer because of that. So, um, you know, I, real shout-out to those guys. They, they real ones. If y'all was looking for people who, like, on Twitter who who got you, those two got you without a, without a shot of a doubt. I'm always saying them, by the way. There's a lot of people in these spaces uh, who have your back as well, too. Bully, one of them. Darul, one of them. Uh, Teresa. Ebony, obviously. The queen's in the house. Uh, Queen P. Bankai as well, too. Uh, Top, for you know, after he's not saying all the bullshit, is also uh, pretty good as well, too. So uh, well, I mean, no just sh- shout out to shout out to all y'all. Um, I wanted to give a story. Uh, you know, know, 'cause we're talking about you know racism and whatnot. I'll get to the Knicks stuff because I know people want to hear about you know how I fucking slapped all these Cleveland fans around. I don't mind getting into that. Um, but uh, let me let me first, and, and I also rocked the rocked the boat with the Raptors, so they got real mad at me. I got a lot of fan bases mad at me. I don't give a fuck though. Excuse my language, uh, by the way, ladies. Um, but um, just going into some of the stories that I that I had to deal with. Um, so listen, uh, the racism part that y'all was speaking about, yeah, I hella felt that um a lot especially with the angel Reese situation i mean there's no other way to cut that Uh, there's really no other way to cut that i mean a white girl says it and you know she gets praised a black girl says it and it's like oh shit like she's trash that's just it was the worst to be honest man like i think a lot of people should have lost their jobs for some of the takes they gave because some of that shit was really outlandish and people read that stuff so for me and I'll get i get back to why they should have been fired and why they should update their fucking takes, because uh, that shit really gets me mad as a father, a single father um, raising a son who asked questions about this uh, a lot, especially in 2020 when hate crimes grew like 20 percent or something like that, a high ass number. Like we haven't seen the hate crimes go up that much in like 12 years, um, you know, especially t- targeted to you know uh, Asian Americans. So specifically, uh, racism doesn't just start with a color, you know. It can start with race as well too. There's a lot of ways you can, you can go against people. Um, I grew up there in 9/11. Not I grew up, but like I was, you know, already grown. But um, I faced a a hell of a lot of uh, pushback because of that. Um, now people know this about me, but I used to be really overweight. Like I used to weigh 300 pounds, and I used to have a beard like lefty, if you know, like lefty's beard. Only for me, I'm, I'm I'm a brown guy, so you can imagine that I'm a little overweight. I'm a brown guy, clothes are baggy um because that was the style back then and uh yeah I was targeted hella a lot uh, they called me sand you know what I'm pretty sure y'all could finish that um uh, like almost every day almost every day but the, the cops used to like you know the, the, you know stop and frisk that was me on a daily they checked my bag The people who knew me like I knew the cops that did it every day they knew me like they cuz they they stopped me every day And some cops who didn't know me, I used to get pushed up against the walls. Um, You know, like they took my shit out. They broke some of my shit. Um, And it's not like you can report that shit because who are you reporting it to? I can't report that to nobody. Nobody was listening to me, Um, especially because of the way I looked, you know. And I felt felt real targeted because of the way I looked. Um, And they made me feel uncomfortable in my own skin, like hella uncomfortable in my own skin. I didn't feel like me. And that really did something to my my psyche, my psyche, a lot. You know, um, it, it altered me in a way. Some in some ways good, but in some ways a lot bad because I let go a lot of who I was at that time. I used to be a lot more happy, I think. Um, but that part of my life hardened me a lot. You know, I don't know if you can hear. I'm getting a little choked up even now talking about it because it was real hard in my life. They they really fucked with my mental, and that's what people don't understand. It's not only about how you approach it and what you say, but it's the after effect of how you feel every time you go back outside. Because for me, I was, a because not only because I was overweight, so I was already dealing with shit, but now I gotta worry about going out and people stopping me, pushing me up against the wall. A cop dropped me to the floor, birthed bur- like I think he bruised up my face, or side of my face, because uh, he thought I was smoking pot at that time. And I had nothing in my hands. I didn't even have a. I didn't even have a cigarette in my hands. So I don't know what he pushed me down to the floor for. Um, but like, like to the fucking cement, bro. <laughs> like, shit like that. Um, and I think about it now. And the reason I mention it now is because you gotta talk about it. You have to. My son doesn't know it yet, but when he's at an age where he can understand, I'm gonna tell him too. Because I, I really do feel that the only way to combat racism is to shine a light on it. Right now, it, it's not hidden in a way, but it's being masked by like other things. Like it's like, oh, it's a feminist thing, or oh, it's a it's a man thing, or it's a sex thing, or it's a, you know, it's a political thing, and it's like it's being mirrored in all of those topics, so it's not being seen as prominently as it should. And the reality is, is because even with, you know, television and all these other things, race is not seen in a way that's negative. It's in a way now you're kind of like now with the with the hate crimes going up, it's starting to take a little bit more of a forefront. But those issues before those hate crimes were happening when there were nobody cams on. When there were nobody recording, where there was no building on the other side of the street recording. Right when we weren't living in a, an age where technology rules all and you can see all, it was happening then. The only difference now is we have more of a light to shine on it, and I'm happy that that's happening. But it's not happening to the extent of where that hate comes from. Because if you were to document all the hate, you couldn't even put it on board. You could even you couldn't even cover it. Hate's happening now before we even talk. Hate's happening as I speak. You know, it's not. it, it goes beyond race. You know, and um, I want us to all look at that and understand that that has so many alter effects to things, to life. You know, my life was scarred because of it. I have anxiety when I see cops. I don't like cops because of that shit. And it's not to say I don't respect some of the good ones, but I've seen so many cases of the bad ones that it puts a bad taste in my mouth. And I hate that I say that because there are good cops out there. And I recognize that. But the collectively, from my experience and my trauma, I don't see him the same way. I should see him in a way that protects and serves, but I don't. And that's because of what I grew up with. But that's why communication is so important on these topics, because you got to say what you experienced. You got to say what happened and you got to know it's not OK. And it took me a long time to realize that last point, that it wasn't OK, because who nobody told me. Nobody told me it was like I thought it was normal that this is what you go through. But, you know, it wasn't until I got older and wiser and, you know, reading and understanding that it wasn't okay. And I wish somebody told me that when I was younger, that this is like what's happening to you is not okay. And I feel like sometimes now as 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 a society, we get scared to talk about those things. We get scared to even want to mention those things because we feel like we're going to be ostracized or looked at differently or, you know, it's going to be flipped on us to where we're not looking at it the right way. But sometimes there is no other way to look at it. Some things are black and white. Not everything is gray. And you know that's just my two cents on it, and my experience on it. So is there a way to combat and, and destroy racism? I, I don't think so. When there's a racist bone in somebody's body somewhere around the world, they're gonna spread that to somebody else. The only thing that we can do as a people, as a community, as a group, is support one another, Call out racism when you see it. Don't let it slide. So many people let that shit slide because they don't want to be the person that says it. But I guess what I'm the person that says it. Cause I don't I don't accept that shit. I've been through too much to accept that shit. So I don't when I when I hear that stuff, I challenge it. I speak on it. And I say it's wrong. And my son hears me say it's wrong. So indirectly he's hearing that it's not right. And I'm happy to say my friends has uh, my, my son has friends of all colors. Every single race, every single color. And if blue was a color, he'd have a fucking blue friend. I'll tell you that right now. Because for me, that's how I, I learned what was right and wrong. But he doesn't know that. But because of me, he will. And we need to use our voices to spread that to other people. We got to make it more of a point. Because if we make it more of a point, there's no other way for them to ignore it. It's easy to ignore it now because it's masked beyond all of these other topics. But when you pull that shit out and you look at it for what it is, there's no masking, there's no running, and there's no identifying. It is what it is. So that's just my two cents on that. Um, and I appreciate y'all giving me the platform to talk about that because I don't really get to talk about my experiences as a man or as a guy in this person, um, you know, in this modern age anymore. Because it's always about you know my my brand, my topic. Um, but uh, you know, I just wanted to speak on that uh really quickly. Um and uh I'm gonna jump into the uh the cabs thing real quick just to, you know, go a different direction from all that seriousness real quick. So yeah, um when I was in that cab space with uh with Ebony, um, you know, I wish I was there early. I wasn't there for the all of the extreme hate. Because if I were there for the extreme hate, they wouldn't even got a bar off. I'd have shut that shit down real quick. I don't even give a fuck if I'm a, if I'm a speaker or not. Like, if, I'm a, if I was a listener, I'd fucking, I'd fucking spam the shit out of their damn timeline and shit. I'd call them the fuck out because you need to do that shit. Like I said, communication. Got to do that shit. I would have shut that shit down ASAP. But I didn't get that. But you know what? I got a couple of Spicy cat fans that try to go back not only at Queen E, but go at me and whatever the case may be. And I shut all that shit down. Because, listen, I don't, I'm a respectful person. Generally, I'm a very respectful person. And I keep it that way. And Ebony can tell you, I went very, very logical with my take when I started. And I gave them all the fucking flowers they needed to feel better. And then I shit on them each and every step of the way and progressively got worse and worse and worse and shit on them even more and more and more to the point that I gave them so many stats that a man came up there and said, "Oh, you giving me stats? You giving me stats? What the fuck am I supposed to give you, motherfucker? Excuse my language, but what what else am I supposed to give you? You want fiction? You want fantasy? You want me to make some shit up? Like there's there's only one way this goes. And if you can't handle that, which you can't, then what do you do? When you can't talk basketball with me, then you going to start hurling insults.
3: You lost. Yeah, recap. Your That's cuz they can't talk, if they don't when a person asks you why you bring facts, it's because they don't have a lot. They can't speak logical. They 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 can't they they can't speak facts. That that's why that's why why, why else would he bring facts like this? It, and it just shows you that person asks you why you bring bringing facts. They can't talk logical when it comes to that type
13: of conversation. They got shut down up. I shut them all down. They was stuttering for two minutes. Could not explain anything. Talking about Karis LeBert Karis Levert to me. Like, I don't watch basketball. Like, I'm on an NBA junkie. You talking about Karis LeVert to me? I didn't know he was still in Brooklyn. I didn't know he was still in Brooklyn because that's the last time he's been good. So, they talked to be like, they, this man called him a phenomenal defender, number one. This man, called him, this man called him that he was the X factor off the bench. They try to compare benches. Bro, a man you will quickly is enough to cover your bench, not to mention anybody else. So I don't know what they he was talking about. You wanna hear something worse? hear <laughs> something
3: worse? I had somebody tell me that Darius Garland was gonna cook Jalen Brunson for the whole fucking for the Man whole series. fucking barbecue. I said, let me ask Shit. you a question. I know y'all talk I know y'all telling me this is season, but if I were you just based off what we seen this season, you should be scared, not us. Because if I remember correctly, Jalen Brunson was cooking his ass the entire time the th- four times we played y'all. Hey, so Top, here's, here's I, the thing. you should be scared,
13: not us. Here's the thing, Top. I gave them one stat that they could not refute. Could not refute. Oh, I love Rebounds. To hear this. rebounds. Oh, yes, yes. <laughs> yes Third yes, and yes. offensive. And my man called it one stat. My man called it one stat. Not realizing offensive rebound, defensive rebound, and total rebounds are three individual stats. I get it. The word rebounds in all of them. But guess what? They measure different things. They measure different things. Cause when you get an offensive rebound, that's a second chance opportunity, you freaking moron. <laughs> it's a second chance opportunity that yes. you can't get moron. So don't come at me and talk to me that bullshit. So once I slayed their ass and they had nothing else to say, I went over to the fucking Raptors uh shit. They had a Scotty Barnes image talking about, you know, DeMar DeRozan's daughter, you know, get affecting um affected them. So I put a post that said uh the, the freaking classic Shadi Barnes uh post. Um, you ain't him. Well, you ain't him either, motherfucker. So I left that shit go and I put it right over there. That shit has fifty two point two K views. I angered the entire Raptors fan base. They all came for me. And you know what? I was that that a boy. freaking Star Wars meme. I was enjoying the hate. Gimme the hate. I'm basking in that. Boy. You give me power. You give me fucking power. Give me the power. Cause you just you you fucking all my timeline, commenting like a like a crazy person. I got random, ab- I feel like state, I got mad random abbeys now. There's under like 10 followers under my account trying to, trying to talk about basketball. And then when I talk basketball, they get so upset because I say go fishing that they hurl insults to me. But it's true, brother. Where is Scotty Barnes going tomorrow? To the lake. Where is he about to rent? A boat. What is he about to do, fish?
10: I might see him business. in Maine. I might see him in Maine.
13: Nah, you ain't gonna see him there. That's too much yeah. for him. He, he gonna be in that backwater shit, the swamp you know, shit. You know, to get, you know, man. To get freaking uh, trying to get the, the swamp water. You know that swamp water <laughs> shit. That's what you want nah, to, try to
3: get. Nah, it's cool. I'm gonna see him. I'm gonna see him in Georgia in June. I gotta go see family in Georgia, so I'm gonna dap him up. You know, check up on him, make sure he definitely good. don't dap him up. Yeah. You don't get
13: sick. Don't do that. Nah,
3: it, it might don't be, do that might that might be. That might be. Yeah, yeah. You you right about yeah, that. We're I'm gonna have to re- rethink that decision. You might be right on that.
13: Yeah, you're right. No, nah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> no. But yeah, but let me uh, before I just want to land my plan right here. So um, you know, I I think it, first of all, if it, 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 it couldn't even been Ebony. It could be any woman, any woman. I don't tolerate that shit at all, at all. Because I'm a man about mine. You know, I know what I would like to treat my son and what I like to expose to the world, and that ain't it. If you can't talk... Ba- First of all, Ebony was cooking them. That's why they couldn't fucking talk basketball. Because Ebony was talking too much basketball for them. They didn't know what the fuck to do. Like, oh shit, she could talk basketball? I don't know what to do. I'm going to get someone to insult her. Because they got nothing to say. And when you got nothing to say, that's what you thats what you reach to. That's why Ebony was so calm, cool, and collected. Because she already won when they did that. Anytime somebody has to insult you during a basketball conversation, they all automatically lost. You should be happy. Praise yourself. Hail to victory. Because they lost the second they had to do that. And that's some people can't talk ball. And it's okay. Not everybody about this life. You don't got to be about this life. But you damn sure going to come correct and respectful. Because anybody disrespect any woman, any queen on a space, and I'm part of it or I hear it, I'm jumping there as fast as possible. And you damn hope I better not be on the Miguel account. Because if I'm on the Miguel account, half my words going to be curse words. So just watch out for that. Appreciate y'all. Thank y'all. Yo,
2: so, uh, so, all right. We're gonna we're gonna appreciate recap. Recap. We're gonna go to Miguel now. Miguel, what's going? No, I'm just playing. I'm just playing, man. Good, (laughs) good good shit. Recap. Good shit. Everything about like, yeah. uh, We appreciate you uh, sharing your experience and all that. Uh, Real talk, bro. Real talk. So, absolutely. fucking
10: B, can I add on to uh, something? Yes. Recap that earlier. Um, sure, recap. Yeah. My dad is a—he's a retired police officer. Like, he—he uh, he was a police officer. My basically growing up, my whole entire life, like before, right before I was—that's why he became a police officer. He, my mom was pregnant with me, and he—he he, uh, quit college and went to be a police officer, NYPD or whatever, right? But even with him being NYPD, do you understand the amount of of problems he had with other cops? Like, if I was a I've been in the car when my dad get pulled over and because they was, I've seen him get pulled over. This is when I was younger. I seen him get pulled over and not do anything. You get what I'm saying? I seen him pull over because he used to drive a nice car. He, my dad used to drive the Mustangs and things like that. You know, young fly flashy, you got a good job. It happens. You're going to show out. So he used to have nice cars and, um, And uh, they would pull him over for, you know, the tent. It would be BS. And my dad never asked for my father has never asked for handouts. He never asked. He's the type straightforward. He's going to get it from himself. He's not asking anybody else to help him or give him handouts. So if he pulled over, he expecting to get his ticket and move on, you know. So in PD, because I was part of that, I know the the procedures that you have to identify yourself when you're pulled over. You have to tell people that I'm a law, law enforcement agency. If you don't, you could probably, you could get in trouble. So um, he would put his ID in the back, in the back of his driver license and registration. He would put his police ID in the back. So they, you know, how many times I heard them say, "So I, I'm supposed to let you go." Another police officer to my father, another police officer would say, Am I oh? So, what? this supposed to mean? Something I heard cops in Jersey talk to my father like this before. I've also heard NYPD also talk to him, and then after they get their little I don't know what they want to call it, then they let him off anyway. So, it was like, What was the whole point of this? Like, what was the whole situation of you, you, what you wanted to see if he was going to jump through hoops? Like, so I've seen that on both ends, and it and, and being with, black in the uniform doesn't change it does does not change that either uh i just wanted to give that perspective and uh my my father has a disdain for cops and he was a cop so uh I understand, I really understand. And also I have a I have my, my share issues too. I remember I was coming home from high school and everybody know the dreaded Broadway Junction. Those who, who live here know about Broadway Junction. Uh so I had to go down all them steps and I'm tired. I sat down on the step on the seats that's at the end of the steps that used to be there. And I'm waiting, I'm actually waiting for my father to come get me. And um the police officer comes to me and he tells me I have to move. He says you have to move. You can't. You can't. You can't. Um, you can't sit here. So I said, sir, I don't see any no sitting signs, and it's a seat here. Why can't I sit here? I said, why can't I sit here? Real respectful, cause I'm always taught to be. I was taught to speak up from young. So I'm like, I'm, um, why can't I sit here? There's no signs. I don't see any signs. He told me you have to move. I said, sir, I'm waiting for my father. I'm not moving anywhere. It's snowing outside. I'm gonna sit right here. Mind you, I'm like a sophomore in high school. So um, he's like, you have to move. And I'm like, sir, I'm not going anywhere. It's cold outside and I'm waiting for my father. So he goes, oh, you coming with me? And he tried to grab me. I said, sir, first of all, don't touch me. I said, my father's a police. He's one of you. And he probably been a police officer longer than you have. He probably been a police officer while you was still in diapers. You understand me? So if I was you, I wouldn't be here when my dad gets here. Because I already knew once I told him how he was trying to handle me, he would leave. You know that he walked away as soon as I told him my father was a police officer? Like, I was talking to his back. Like, now he was scared. Now it was like, oh, who do you know? Who is her father? I don't want to find out. Let me get lost. But it shouldn't have came to that. So, like, they pick and choose. And this is, like, people can say that racism doesn't exist. And I get why. I get it. Because if you don't want uh, your, your advantage to, to people to catch on to it, you play naive. I get it. I, I get that aspect. But um, it's just we can't. Uh, we just got to call it out. Like we say, we can't let them play with our intelligence because it's out here and it's getting worse. And they, they, they you say, oh, that's not me. A lot of to the people that's the not me's um, look at what's going on in the world. First is the gay people. Then they went to the critical race theory. mean the women then critical race theory. Who's next? The only people that are off limit guys are the politicians. So we definitely got to wake up and just band together. You should not like a politician because they hate the same people you hate. It has to be more more uh merit than that in my book. And now I'm going to land my plane there. Appreciate, you,
13: Appreciate you sharing that, Ebony. Uh, I, I definitely feel that that cop story a lot. Like I said, I have friends who are cops, and uh, some of them don't like the even their partners. They don't like because of the the difference in opinion. It's crazy. Like that's why I say I, I hate that it kind of happens this way for me, but I can't change it. Like I'm always every time I see a cop, I'm always gonna think twice. And that's just because I was raised that way. But I hope my son don't gotta think that way because I'm gonna I'm gonna explain to him kind of like what you explained. There are good cops and there are bad cops. And there's a way to identify which is which. And you got to be able to be smart enough to look out for that. And that's the communication I'm talking about. That's what we got to be better at, not only you know, as parents, but as a community. We got to be better to expose that because we don't, I don't think, I think we lost a little sight in regards to that over the you know last few years. COVID definitely put a whole mask on the world, you know, and like people only forgot how to act during COVID, you know. And we still trying to get out of that because people still, you know, holding on to some of those beliefs, you know. Um, I could talk to some people today that I know who still blame the Asian American population for for what happened versus, you know, blaming, you know, certain people, certain other you know, policies or whatever the case may be. Like there's a hundred things that you could potentially blame it on. But the first thing they go to is either race, religion or something along those lines, you know, and that's that's the biggest issue uh, for me. So I appreciate you sharing that because it's, it's a good point to, to make. You could think you're safe and not be safe. Imagine having a cop as a father, and you're still not safe. That's something you got to communicate about. So I appreciate you doing that.
2: Nah, no, it's, it's 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 a tricky situation. I ain't gonna lie to y'all. Uh-huh. I say it all the time. When you look at the 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 police and how it is today, you have to do the history on it, and you have to go back to where the police came from. And the police came from the slave patrol and the police still have the same badges, still have the same uh, terminology. They call the they call people the same thing. As the slave patrol did. So if you go back like it's hard, you're not going to. I always say this because I'm this is the way I am. You can't it can't be reformed. At all. You can't reform something that comes from where it came from, right? It has to be torn down and started over, and, and 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 built by the people from the people, not the way the way it is now. You you know you can say there's good cops, there's bad cops. You can say all that, <laughs> stuff. but but you can't you can't you can't like you can't get past that history. You know that the you can't be you can't get past where it came from. And the badges are still the same, and the terminology is still the same. You know, it comes from the same place. So, to make to 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 make that better, or to make people,
8: you can't, you can't
2: really ever feel comfortable around that 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 situation. So, yeah, definitely.
10: Be, I, I have a theory on that. Like uh, you said, I think that's why they're trying to get rid of TikTok. <coughs> that's, oh, yeah, why, that's why. That's uh, why Elon Musk bought Twitter. Right. That's what this is what you see because we were getting close to that we were getting close where the truth was hard it was it was hard to hide you know we have cameras everywhere so now because we have cameras everywhere and and we can get these very shiesty people red dead they're creating other avenues to make you question these things like AI to me is one of those those that AI you can clearly that they, they can mimic they can mimic the uh people voices and flows and cadence and all this other stuff that's just gonna uh make other problems down the line where you could say hey that's so-and-so i heard him on the phone he could say nah that was an ai somebody trying to set me up right so i think they're trying to make you question what is you know what you see now like yeah it's on video but right it can be alternating. Also, that's why they did TikTok. You remember you hear the how the kids are communicating on TikTok. And a lot of older folk don't understand TikTok. So they can't get down. They can't spy on them. So what do you do? You get rid of it. Anything that they have to that is uh, working against them and shoving light, they're getting rid of. Anybody they have to show respect to, they're trying to cut the the legs from underneath them. Like you see, uh, the, the the gay community, the trans and gay community. You have to, you know. You disrespect, you got canceled. That's how it is. You don't, you don't treat people with respect. It should be some consequences. But I feel that they felt they got, they were too powerful. I can't say nothing. I have to show somebody respect. Oh no, let's right. and the, so states start killing it, killing. You can't say gay rules and stuff like that. Yeah. So uh, that's my theory.
2: And and they also got. I don't know if y'all caught this it. Fam, you next,
1: at the The
2: the uh, last thing I'll say, I go right to you, Queen P. Um, I don't know if y'all caught it. The NYPD just invested a lot of money into AI police dogs. I don't know if y'all caught that. Um, but if, if if people ain't scared of that, I don't know what to tell you, because um, that's scary to me. Uh, but uh, yeah, so it's getting crazy. So but I, I'll go to uh, appreciate you. Ms. Ebony, I appreciate you as always. Queen P, so on you.
14: Yeah, I just wanted to respond to uh, Ebony. Like, that story you told resonated with me. Um, My late husband was from White Plains, and one of his closest friends, brother, worked for White Plains Police Department. He was murdered on the job by his fellow police officers. And they clearly said they didn't know that was him. This was in broad daylight, so yeah, it
6: exists.
10: Queen, um, I don't know that this sounds very similar. This is, uh, you know, it's a small world. But, uh, um, I went to high school with a guy who was chasing down a perp that was trying to uh, steal his car, and the the perp. He's trying to chase after the perp, and an, another under, was it undercover or off-duty police officer shot him. Not the perp running away, but the black guy chasing the perp. So yeah, that that I don't know if that's the, the similar, but that was that sounds very, 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 very uh, similar stories. And Ridley, the perp was, yeah, huh? Was his last
14: name Ridley?
10: Oh no, oh, his, his last name, name was Edwards.
14: Okay. Ridley.
8: Ridley, really. I knew his pops. His pops is from Mount Vernon. I, I, I know that story very well. His pops is from Mount Vernon, New York. Actually, I think Ridley was really was born in, in Mount Vernon. It, it, right. It, yeah. a lot, a lot, because it happened at the, the courthouse right across the street from the Galleria. So, Indeed. That, yeah,
14: Indeed.
8: Yeah.
6: Yeah.
14: Ridley's yeah, yeah, from 12th Avenue. Yeah,
8: yeah. I used to live in, my Vernon. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Okay. I know where twelve avenue. <laughs> <laughs> I know where 12th avenue is. Born and raised, so no, no doubt. Yeah, really. Yeah, that that, that that was that was that was, and it wasn't like he was. Yeah,
6: yeah. That, that was that crazy. Was, that, was, that was crazy. Yeah.
8: Yeah. I know. Yeah, see, I don't have a thing against. C- I know a lot of cops. I, I know a lot of cops. I, I've sat. I sat here and thought about it while while this conversation was going on. I know a lo- I know a lot of cops. I know a lot of guys who became cops. So and and they'll tell you, <laughs> they'll tell you to be careful. You know, I, I know someone in Mount Vernon who gets derided for being involved in the community. They call oh, you're community cop. You're not a real cop, you're a community cop. That's what his people tell him on the force. You know, he's won all kinds of awards working with kids, keeping youth out of trouble, doing all types of things. And he, he gets ridiculed by people, by his, his fellow officers, for being that involved. They call him a community cop. So, I mean, so th- that's what we're dealing with.
2: That's because they're not interested in, they're not interested in people who are helping people because that's not what most of them are there to do so in my opinion
10: a lot of them never dealt in the hood until they become a police officer which has to stop that is crazy how are you supposed to police somebody you don't understand um you cannot do that i don't care what you say you can't do that i know um i told you i used to do corrections so as a correction officer i used to i worked in rikers so um i i my my approach to it was just like the streets same energy style i show you respect until you no longer you no longer show me you you deserve it you get what i'm saying so i all the time that I was there i didn't have any problems like i would go in my housing areas and because i did that and i i treated them like human beings but showed them i wasn't about that don't step out of line. Like I didn't have problems, and, and and you see that you don't you you don't have problems if so. And I was able to do that because I was I'm been around every type of person. You get what I'm saying? Like I'm comfortable in every room I'm, I'm I go into, um, because I've been around. My parents exposed me. We we forced to be into other other you know audiences or whatever. Not not so much. You know, a lot of these police officers—the first, literally, the first time they're in hoods or around a lot that many black people—is when they're going to work and they're scared out of their mind. That is not a—that's not a good uh recipe, (laughs) y'all. It's not a good recipe at all. It's a recipe for disaster because a lot of them are scared of their shadow, their own shadows.
8: You know, after—and this is something I really picked up on for the first time after nine eleven—and and and they and they showed the. um, all the um, NYPD people, uh, NYPD who got killed in the towers and where they lived. It was all Long Island or upstate New York. And it hit me. When these people get dressed to go to work, they're getting dressed to go to war because they're not taking care of their own neighborhood. They're, They're in someone else's neighborhood, a neighborhood they're not familiar with. So they don't have an investment in that neighborhood. It's not where that's not the neighborhood where they go and they coach a little league team. That's not the neighborhood where where they know uh, where their neighbors are. Their neighbors are 50, 60, hundred miles away. So you have their, their mentality is they're going to war. It's us versus them. Because when they, when they go back to upstate New York, or they go back to long Island, they're living in a t- in a totally different world. And how can you relate? How can you relate to somewhere where you're only there for work? You're not really invested in that community, emotionally or any other way. And that's that's one of the main parts of problems with
2: policing, in my opinion. That's a fact. That's a fact. Let me go to uh Miss Yankee. What's going on, Miss Yankee? Good to see. You. Hi
11: everyone. Hi Bee. Hey, Hi honey. Hi Rails. So I want to just piggyback off of what. Um, Queen Ebony and Daru was saying, So you all know I'm from the Midwest. And my city is just a section, probably, of... It is just a small section of Brooklyn. A very, probably a tiny section of the Bronx. And I re- listened to my grandparents and how they school, you know, trained their, their kids, my mother, but it was seven of them. And my grandmother... Was was very vocal. Of course, my grandfather was around, but she would go to the meetings before I was even thought of thought of, and she would go and she would speak to the mayor, and she would fight. I mean, I'm stop seeing fight. She would argue with them, tell them, "You cannot have white officers in our in our district. We need black men to, you know, protect and serve." within our district. And Ebony is correct. They don't know about us and they, to this day, I don't care what anyone says, the greatest fear is the black woman and a black man. So I, to this day, when I start to learn to understand, that's why I fight so hard when I go back home to visit with early voting, trying to get our, get my old, my community back where I grew up together We got so much going on back home with reckless driving and homicides. The homicides has doubled since last year. Now we have a new older person in one district. So I'm just just trying my best, but it's difficult. It is so hard. And it's so hard to get a lot of young people involved. And, you know, I wish, you know, I can get some of our more of our young men to get with their peers to say, "Hey, we gotta get the block clubs back together." You know, we need to look out for each other because no one is going to do it. Police brutality is horrible in Wisconsin in the black community, and they're getting away with stuff. They're not even showing the video in the body the body cams when there's been so many unlawful deaths with police officers back there. So. I I understand they don't they don't know us and my grandmother has been fighting when she when she moved migrated north from Mississippi to say you can't come into our community we need men who look like us to protect and serve us to help your white man to understand our community so I can't fathom I mean I may have lived here since the mid eighties but I still would never understand you know understand. Um, the community of the blacks of what your parents have experienced and Ebony's father because it's so mass compare, compared to my city that was 649,000 people. So that's nothing. That's like a, a size of a mole to where all of you, whatever borough you're from. So I, I, I guess I'm so frustrated. I was just in this black period. That's why I was on Twitter because the voting Back in Milwaukee, you know, Gary Mandarin was was supposed to supposed to take place in 2024 in a dual district, and they messed up the ballot. So it's just, I'm so sick and tired of dumb shit, and then police officers just constantly—they're killing black, brown. They they don't do anything to the white people. I don't, you know, it's just so much going on. It's like am I in the wrong place do I need to go back home but I just I gotta find a way to try the all the wonderful programs we had when I was growing up they're gone I don't I'm not sure how it is now in the communities in the five boroughs but I'm sure when you all were growing up they had these wonderful programs and you know are those programs still available or are they different programs who are the new, new, the new leaders in the five boroughs, who are my new leaders back where I'm from. So it's a lot with the police officers, with the, you know, we, I, we have a black mayor and a black county supervisor, and I'm tired of them already. I am, they're not doing anything, but they're, if you look at who's on their staff, they don't look like me. So I'll be sending letters to Calvin Johnson, Cavalier Johnson I'll be sending letters to David Crowley Said you need to do better because you're not doing anything for us. And We as the people, honestly, we just got to, I don't know about Eric, oh my God, Eric Adams, but I don't know. I'm, I'm rambling, but I understand.
10: That baby, Eric Adams uh, is here to party. He here to party.
11: You know, I'm just saying, I live in New Jersey, but you know, what the hell? I don't, I'm just like, you know, when I moved out here, I learned so much from you all. I really did. And I was so I was so amazed how smart the black people are with our black history. And I of course it was in my community, but I just nowadays it's like it's I don't know. They just it's all about money. So I just hope that we can find a way to get the better police officers in all communities, but I don't know. Who knows, but you know, you got Mississippi, they wanna do the, Jim Crow never left, it's still there, it's just new and approved now. They wanna have two laws, one for the whites, one for the blacks, you see what's happening in Tennessee, you see what's going on down in Virginia, you see what's going on down in Georgia with the cop city and then more and more just now they are stealing land from people, blacks in Colorado and, and now in Tennessee and it's just, police are, are, are going to the black farmers and they're threatening them it's just so much happening and it's unbelievable. And it's the police officers and the mayors and the politicians aren't doing nothing. So that's just me. I'm sorry. I'm just rambling. <laughs> just want to put my tooth in
1: Oh no, we love it. Don't don't don't, don't say sorry. <laughs> apologize and this is beautiful. Yeah. Nah, Keep
6: going.
1: Since you you know how you know how we feel, man. Keep going. Listen. when I see y'all beautiful queen speaking, we loving it. You know, we know it's not too many spaces. Well, y'all could feel comfortable to, to talk your shit. So I'm at all. So just continue to do what y'all well, do. Well, thank
11: you. I appreciate that. Can, can I
1: ask her a course. quick
9: question? Of me?
1: Of course. It's family yeah. time. Yeah.
9: So can you explain to, because um, I have no idea, you mentioned that they were stealing land from people in Colorado. What, what's that so, about?
11: There are black farmers. <clears throat> okay, so I'm not, I'm sure there are blacks in in this space where their family you all have air property and you have black farmers in Colorado. You have black it's not, it's not going on in California, but it's going on in Colorado, Tennessee, <clears throat> Georgia, and they're stealing their land. And they're 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 honestly stealing their land from them. So they have to get lawyers upon lawyers to protect their land. So the white folks don't steal it. It's it's been it's been going on for Colorado now. I've been going on about it about 3 or 4 months now. Uh, I mean, they they're still not they're just taking their land. They're like
10: yeah, and they, okay. and they, and they're bullying uh, them too, right? Yeah. Mr. Uh, Yankee.
11: I'm not saying taking their land that's bullying. Like my family and I'm not bragging <laughs> my um we have land. Fifty. if you ever been out in the Midwest? Or you know, fifty-seven and fifty-five. We have land going straight across fifty-five. So we have to monitor to make sure, like we sell pecans. Um, they they want Walmart has been trying to get us to sell our land forever, and they we're like, no. So that's what's going on now. They are actually st- trying to steal our land. People. Yeah, I heard forever. that that. Yeah.
10: The farmer in Colorado, you were talking about, then they were poisoning his uh ca- his uh animals and everything.
2: Mallory, y'all talking about Mallory, you're talking about Mallory. I was going to do that, we were going to do that in the space. I was trying to get people on to do that before the pro. Um, Miss Yankee, I, I don't know if you remember when they uh one of the uh one of the all black gun clubs is up there uh protecting them because the um the uh the the police are basically like like y'all are saying they're bullying them and then there's there's people pulling up and killing their animals, killing their cows, killing their doing all that kind of stuff. The guy's name is the is the, the Mallory yeah. Ranch. That's what we're talking about in Colorado. I, I I was trying I was trying for some time to get I was trying to get him on cuz we were going to do I wanted to do a part a part of about it. I couldn't get any contact uh with with him or with the people. Uh, I had some some uh, like political folks who were re- who retweeted a couple of the things that I had to say, and I was, and I asked them to try to, but I really got no response on it. But I, I know what you're talking about. They they really are. I think they're still going through. The they same are. Thing. It's, it's
11: some other too yeah. in Colorado. It's it's horrible out here. It is bad. Yeah. And I, I'm I'm in a yep. bad, I'm in this dark place. About there is no light at this time. And when I say, do I think it's going to be a civil war? It has nothing to do with Donald Trump. It has to do with that. We're, we're just, we're tired. You know, you keep stealing from us. You keep stealing from us. You keep stealing. You don't. And you have enough. But since we're second class, we're nothing to you. Let's go ahead and just take you and just bend you over and just just do you bad. And and that's what they're doing now with Tennessee. You got cops, cop city down in Atlanta. So they had a 350 acres of land. Now it's another family in Gwinnett County. They're trying to take their land. So I, I always encourage anyone who has... That's why my, my, my parents, my elders, and my family, they are so good about knowing your history and knowing whatever you own, you keep those records intact. And... If you get them, if you can get them, uh, I, I'm just gonna come and listen because I need to learn more. But it is happening. I'm, I don't know what's going on in Texas. For some reason, they don't mess with, mess with the black farmers or ranchers down in Texas. But you have blacks who own hella land in Kansas and in Missouri. So I'm just sitting back and just trying to see what's gonna happen. Yeah, the yeah, the,
6: officers, they get,
11: they, I'm sorry. The police officers are part they, of it too. So they, yeah. They, yeah.
2: In cop, 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 city, you were talking about cop city. No, no,
11: I, there was you another know? example.
2: Yes, go ahead. Yeah, yeah, cop, cop city, cop city. They um, there was people down there trying to protect. All right, first of all, that that's a whole. The land that that they gave for cop city was supposed to be given to to black people. This is going on for. Um, a long time. ago. Right, so, like, have, you, so it, you
11: know where they have three hundred and fifty acres, which sit on yeah. right behind other people's land. And
2: yep,
1: like,
11: yep,
2: yep. when did space about that? That shit yeah. was crazy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and they killed they killed the one guy, who was who was unarmed. He was uh he was down there like because there's a bunch of people trying to protect it, and what they're doing now, the people that were trying to protect that land and prevent prevent from the them from. <laughs> Being successful in in, in building Cop, Cop City, mm-hmm. they were you know on the land and and you know they're just uh, out. They just they shot the one guy. They they shot him. I think it's seventeen times. Mm-hmm. And the the coroner said when they did the thing, his hands were up because of the way he got shot. Mm-hmm. His hands were up. He was unarmed. They they basically just mutilated him because he was he wouldn't leave. They wouldn't leave the land. Um, so that's going on down there. And then they just got more. They got. Just got a bunch of federal funding to put more funding into put in more people.
11: Millions upon millions yep. be. They yep. are it's killing crazy. the game. I'm
13: telling you. Yep. And
11: then the people that they're training, they're not even from freaking Georgia. So, nope, nope, nope. But that's a whole other story. I'm sorry, everyone. I know the conversation was about police officers. In our no, 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 no. We're sorry. But, um, but it, that, sorry. it's, it's, it's crazy. It's re- I don't like these word. It's ridiculous. It's just we're nothing but nope. second class. We're the same way as they they've been looking at us, you know, since the time before I was pleased. 1800, 1700 before then, but it's it's horrible. It's so horrible. And I don't I don't I had asked this question to Rails. I don't know if you remember this when therapy and for therapy and sports first started. I said Rails, where are our new leader. You said I said I don't see him. You said we have him, and I st- I don't see him. Like my my nephew, he got fired from a job uh, a year ago because he was part of the march back in Milwaukee from Milwaukee to Madison, which is only like two hours. That's crazy. or whatever. But he was like, "No, I'm marching because Wisconsin is still Jim Crow. It's just the newer version." Now, when people say oh. about oh is this, you have to go to northern Wisconsin. You People are just looking at the metropolitan area. And then what they're doing, the, the Republican convention is coming to Milwaukee. You know, that's why I'm, I'm, arguing, I'm about to send a letter to Cavalier Johnson. How do you tell black folks that are just two blocks away from downtown that they're, they're going to quarter it off so so they can't come downtown? Have you lost your mind? So that's what they're trying to do. and the, Oh my God. The police are just—it's horrible. It's, it's,
2: You know, you know what they're going to do, Miss Yankee. What they're going to do when the convention? They're, gonna, basically, they're going to basically—they're going to—they're going to make them. They're going to come out with all the big guns and push people mm-hmm. out of. The, you, you know, you know yep. what they're going to do the with rifles, that.
11: The rifles, yep. The the gear, national no guards, yep. and so we'll we we will we will definitely see. And then we have the beautiful Lake Michigan right there. So I, I don't, <clears throat> I don't know. I don't know. It's bad. It's not just Wisconsin. I, when I look at New York, like I, I can't believe even some of our black cops, our black men who are cops in New York, I'm like, you have got to be kidding me. You need to take mm-hmm. your ass to Wisconsin and let them white folks treat you like you're nothing and see how they would... Maybe your your mindset would be different when you come back home to New York and to your borough so you don't disrespect mm-hmm. your, the young men and young girls who are looking You know, women who are looking up to you to protect and serve them, but Mm -hmm. it's bad. It's just, you know what? You know what? When I when I order my 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 groceries and I have one freaking bad apple in my damn pink lady bag of apples, that's how I see the police officers. That one apple will destroy my entire bag of apples. So, the police are just, they're they're horrible. They're not. This honestly, everybody to me. When I just sit and look, it's
2: not getting better. Ba- it's not getting better. It's not getting better. They're, 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 they're more militarized. Than, like that's what I was saying. I was, it's scary. I don't know. I don't know if you heard what I said when I when I was whenever we were talking about the NYPD. They just got a big grant, right, or whatever. To to you know, they already had these um, robot dogs.
11: I saw that. You know what I'm
2: saying. And they got this big grant, and they got like a whole army of them now. I'm like. I don't know how anybody could feel like, like, and, and you understand what those things can do. Like they can, those things can kill you. They can kill, like they have, like, I, 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 yeah. I, I it's, it's like a movie. It's like a bad movie. I, and, and it's, uh, you know, it's been going on. I'm 41. It's been going on my whole life. I know the same, it, it, nothing to me, I, if I'm being honest, I haven't seen any change.
11: I have, I have cousins. I, I, Family that lives in Georgia that are cops. I'm in Wisconsin. Mm-hmm. I have them in Tennessee. And I'm like, I don't know how you all do it. And I don't pretend like, yeah. because I, I have family in these, these states, I know how it is. I don't know. I, only can know. I only know of what they tell me. And I don't pretend to sit here and provide some information like, oh, I know for sure. I can't fathom, you know, what they're going through. Yes, some of us be acting damn fool. You know, we out here acting a damn fool in these streets. But, shit, it, you know, it's, I don't know, free will, I don't know, jump over the damn fire or whatever. But it's its just, it's ridiculous, and it's not. I, I feel sorry for fathers who have sons. And when I hear a father say, I just want my son to make it home, that hurts me so bad. Especially when he starts driving. It, yes. My son is driving out. Yes, He's going to make it home tonight.
1: Mm-hmm. Mhm. That's like my son right now. Like I said, it's him and Queen's uh, my wife' uh, birthday this weekend, mm-hmm. right? So he was just telling me that you know he's twenty two, he's a boss at boss at his job. You know, he, he always you know he checks he checks in. So he just said, "I'm going to um to one of his, his friend's house." I said, "Okay, no problem." I told him, "He said, you still want me to wake you when I get home.' Like, yeah, because I usually have I usually work on overnights." So I'm home on a rare day. So i was like, yeah, and it's sad. You know, my mother did with me. He now he does it. I can be dead asleep. He wakes me up. I'm like, okay, and I mentally, I'm like, he's he's here.
11: And let me preference this: say every young, every black boy does not have a father, but the men there are in their lives. I have so much respect for them because that's another job of itself. So when, when I say sons, I'm saying their sons too. If it's a grandfather, if it's a mother who has met a beautiful mm-hmm. man in your life, I don't care. I I'm concerned for you. That's your son. You're raising him. You're making sure that he'll be productive for himself and for the community. And I'm concerned for you know. That's when I say fathers. It's, you're, you're, you know your parent. The we all know that. The dynamics of the word family has changed over thirty years because grandparents right. started raising children. They're their children. Are yes, are living their kids now. So the police and then some of these white women are the white women are wor- the worst racists ever. I wish if you all just read the papers and just watch, they're the worst, and they'll mess up someone's son. You can't move. Why are you in this community? And going to the door and doing all this dumb shit. It's ridiculous. And I just
1: I know, they come to my job. Oh. They are like spoiled fucking children. You should see this shit. I'm trying to help you out on your fucking account. And yo, I had this one lady a couple of weeks ago. I was already in a bad mood. It was close to closing time. And she was like, Do you know what you're doing? First of all, I don't even know I just got help, got into account. I said, Excuse me? She was like, "Do I need to get somebody else?" I said, "Do you need to go somewhere else?" And one of my coworkers was like in the, in the, in the, in the cut. They hit had to catch his mouth because because I'm an asshole, you know what I'm saying? I don't care. You're older than me to a certain extent. Like you're not gonna come in here disrespect me, especially my place to work. I'm trying to help you out, and you're trying to act privileged. It was just her whole thing, like, and then. But that's the matter is somebody
11: that her stupidity can put your life in danger. And they're
1: probably yes. coming in being so stupid. That's what I'm saying. oh, and I got one. And I got. And out, I got one better. Right. So, so has um I got her situated. So she's waiting for um some paperwork. Right. Mm-hmm. So this um guy, Puerto Rican guy, came in, and you know I had to get him to like I had to put him off um, another rep. So she's like, oh, I was here first. I was here first, and I'm like, ma'am, like relax. I have to get him help over here. I'm still helping you because I was here all day. I'm like, oh, dude, I, I, listen, I ain't had choice. Nice words in my head. <laughs> I'm saying about her. I'm like, yo, it was disgusting. It's disgusting. that People still act like
11: that. But you know, I apologize honestly. But it's just that's the that's that's bringing the police in. Everything is is the police going to be called and what is going to happen? And and that's mm-hmm. where we that's where we are now. In especially in the communities. When you travel, I'm like, damn, do I want to I want go somewhere? Let me just go somewhere where I'm familiar. Because you just never know. You
1: just never know.
11: Yeah. But thank you, everyone. I appreciate your time to speak. Oh, Thank you.
2: I really do. And we appreciate to, you. Good, good to hear your voice, Miss Yankee. It's been a while. All right. Good Absolutely.
1: Okay,
11: thank you.
2: We appreciate yeah. you. <laughs>
1: A- absolutely absolutely you know how i feel about you darryl what's going on
8: bro you want to say something nah i'm good i just wanted to add on that you know oh, yeah. taking our land taking our land is is something that's happened throughout history all we had to do is take a look at um the history of um hilton head down in south carolina where where we own that land that land was paid for and all they did was raise the taxes and, and and got us ran up out of there and turned that island into a resort. A lot of people don't realize that Hilton Head was, was historically a home of black people who were ran off from there,
6: mm.
8: basically being taxed out. And it's happened all over the place. Even I'm not as familiar with, with Harlem because I haven't been up there in a while, but I know in Washington, D.C., you had a lot of people who had retired and paid off their homes a while ago who had mm. Who ran out because the property taxes were raised. Oh yeah. And they weren't and they weren't able to afford the property taxes. Yeah. And and that's how they were ran Put out.
11: Double that and and, and, and that, that's a big
8: that's a big tool in gentrification. Yeah, 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 I was gonna ask, and, uh, that gen- oh I hate gentrification. Uh, this, is
11: oh, queen, this is Queen,
8: this is Queen's this is Queen's this is Queen like
1: favorite oh. topic. So this 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 is a favorite topic so I'm gonna, I'm gonna let, I'm going no, 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 gonna, to let you rip off but it's like that Harlem though it is like Daru,
11: that Harlem, me I, you know what being from the Midwest I don't focus on I don't focus I don't like south I I did I had no idea Daru. so you just educated me that Hilton Head was owned by blacks I didn't know that
8: mm-hmm. so wow. That's
11: I would definitely be reading
8: Yeah about yeah black yeah. yeah black people own those same homes for like a 100 plus mm-hmm. years hundreds of years and, and they were ran up out of there. Mm. Because if you, if you look at Hilton Head, you have Hilton Head, you have Buf- Beaufort or Beaufort or whatever they call in South Carolina, and you have Savannah all within the same region. And those are all, um, strictly black cities.
11: So, so Tim Scott and, and Hilton South Carolina, Head. right, Daru? The representative or senator, is, is he South Carolina? Tim's
8: Who's that? Tim Scott? Okay. Yeah. Okay. okay. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yes.
6: okay. <laughs> <Enough said.
8: laughs> That's
11: why I said okay. <laughs> okay. But thank you I appreciate that. I
6: didn't know that. Thank you. Yeah, but but
8: that's that's a tool. It it's a, it's like clockwork. That's a tool that you see all, all over the place. You'll see the taxes raised, you'll see people and and it was a black it was a black guy who profited off of that and who later became mayor. Um not Anthony Williams but I forget his name, but the guy who became mayor after him. Who did it? Who who profited Excuse off of that? Me, the the um, dirt you,
0: skin with the
11: glasses Bob here? Anthony? Him? Oh, no nah, Anthony
8: Williams. Light skin, bow tie. Actually, he was put the place oh, because oh, they had kind of taken away DC's home rule for a little bit oh, because they were scared of them re-electing Mary and Barry. Oh, God.
6: <laughs> well, uh,
8: you know what? I used, to, I used to think the same thing about him. But you know, but, but Daryl, you got you got
1: you got to drop some knowledge for me, bro. Because um, I only remember him so much. I know he did a lot of good. They say he had a lot of programs that he formulated during that time. Um, a lot of people feel like he was still set up and you know led it in a particular uh, way. But I, I I'd like to hear your thoughts, OG.
8: Well, first, don't talk bad about Marion Barry to a native of DC who was around my age to your age. Who's, about, who's fifty who's 60, 55, 45, 40 years old. Because those guys, those, 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 people grew up knowing they were gonna get a guaranteed um summer job and and he's, and he's gonna be well taken care of. Uh, so they idolized that guy. So they, he did he did a lot of good. Um, from my understanding, there's a lot of times where he refused um federal funds, because he didn't want to, he didn't want to um, be under certain rules or or take some of the um, requirements that the federal government, such as Reagan and Bush in particular, particularly Reagan, he didn't want to um, be under some of those requirements that they had. Well, it was the Congress; it's, it's not the president. But he didn't want to be under those requirements that they had in accepting those funds. So a lot of times he didn't he did things without um, that federal funding and. You had high taxes, but there were a lot of things that were taken care. You had kids working in the summer. Um, you had you had people employed within the city and, and such. So they, they revered that. You talk to certain people. You talk to people of a certain age who live who still live in Washington D.C. or who were natives of Washington D.C. and they have they have reverence for them. So a lot of my opinion of them had to change once I started talking to and listening uh, to the people who actually did. And as we know, media perception and, and reality from people on the ground can be two different things. But yeah, definitely, Hilton Head, Hilton Head was historically black. And they, and they took it and they uh, moved those people out and they turned it into a resort area. Mm.
1: I love you I love Y'all drop that knowledge and queen. And I uh, please uh, look at the jumbotron. Y'all, um, go, Gris Um, posted some stuff about Black farmers land and um some other stuff. So I appreciate you for doing that, sis. And listen, um, I have family that owns brownstones on um in Harlem, and just like y'all was saying, like the property tax is going up. You know, thank God, like they make good money, but it's still a struggle. You know, and it's like I asked like a lot of people that I know who live in Harlem in certain places. When you know all these different types of shops and the way they try to you know change the neighborhood, do they like it? And these people who lived there pretty much all their life, they said this. They said they 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 don't like a large, a large majority don't like it, but they also said this. I don't like it, but we was never educated or gave the chance or was given a chance to buy up our own property to do what we need to do and give us and give us grants. They said now there's been certain situations in the neighborhood where you see a lot of stores that's been um um built and opened by people um of color, but it said that it's just not enough. And I was like, "Wow." And it was like that, you know, when these large corporations come in, they they put more Infestation of liquor stores or um, fast foods. They say, yeah, they're they, they, they are covered by putting a whole foods, but didn't give you a whole bunch of other bad food chains. But you go to, to up Upper East or even go lower down Manhattan, you don't see a lot of that stuff. You start seeing farm to table restaurants, you start seeing fresh vegetable stores, things of that nature. You know, they say if they're going to start building stuff, building stuff the right way. But, you know, you know what that's all about. I went
11: up to the Bronx. Yeah, it's
8: also called pool I'm deserts. Sorry. I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Go ahead.
11: I had gone. So, okay. Did any of you, if yes, I went to Harlem, and I saw this advertisement on the bus stop, the little where you can sit and think, and it was mm-hmm. white people saying, moving to, you know, the beautiful community, you know, the beautiful community of Harlem. And that just brought, I was like, oh, my, you have got to be kidding me. So it's not, I don't say that I hate white people, but I'm like, you can't do this. And I, I didn't like that advertisement at all. And then also I was up in the Bronx, I'm like, it is so new up here now, like all these, and I didn't realize I know was reading, oh, maybe two years ago, in New York Times about what they were doing in the Bronx. I, apparently I yes. had made it to that area and all these tall glass buildings. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh my goodness.
1: I was just having oh, a conversation. God. I think I was say I was having a conversation with, with Bully and, and me. i I'm, I'm not, not too sure, but we they're we, they're we, we were just talking about that. Go ahead.
6: I'm sorry.
1: Yeah. Sorry. No, no. 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 You're fine. They, and I was just saying like how the, and I told my friends too. The Bronx is next. Like it went from what they would start doing in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. then they already been working on Manhattan. Right. Mm-hmm. They're not doing too much right now in Queens, but. Bronx is the next spot. Why not? They already started queen doing stuff around the Bronx zone.
11: Why didn't I mess huh? with Queens? Is there something that the Queens, the community saying, no way, we're <laughs> not, you're not coming here?
1: You know what, you know what it is? Other than like, certain parts of Queens, it's really a lot where the, the airports ring, kind of reign supreme. So, I know how a conversation would be in the um, other podcast in the baseball space and what I said to them, I wouldn't be surprised if Steve Cohen bought some stuff or bought some and put some buildings up because really not too uh, much near like city food like there's a whole bunch of chop shops and, yeah. and things of that nature. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, again, it's all about the airports and it's all about the, um, what to keep contain- uh, containers from the shipment, shipyard and stuff like that. So, I wouldn't be surprised because you do got some good neighborhoods in Queens but the Queensboro president they're not really trying to have that right now. And I think that with the Bronx, I think you're going to see more of them be receptive to people coming in and changing the community because you have, quote, unquote, still dump areas. Other than where I was born and raised and before we moved to Harlem, was Punchester. Punchester was always known as being a prestige area. And then um, we had the Slum Slumlord, uh, um, and then she got uh, – I forgot her fucking name, but she got kicked out. matter of fact, I think it was Leona Hemsley, right? So they they got her, um, she had to sell half of Parchester, then eventually another company brought her out and started being more reclusive to everybody that was moving in there. But nowadays, they said that even Parchester kind of got bad, right? And it's sad because I remember the time when I grew up living there when we was in the community. But it's still a lot of dumb areas in the Bronx, and those are the ones People doing the best real estate now. You could be a minority and you could go right now and buy a property, either a brownstone, two family homes, um, or just an apartment and then just let it sit for the next five to ten years. And then you bought the apartment or condo for maybe a hundred grand what they're selling right now. And a five year projection is that's just gonna be worth three million dollars. So the Bronx is next, Queens and Staten Island. You're not really gonna see all that. Staten Island is is predominantly like Italians and uh, and other um, races. I mean, I'm assuming races. Jesus, I'm tired. Other communities, right? Please forgive me. Other communities. So they're gonna give a big time pushback.
11: Oh, I have a question. What my you said their availability for a hundred thousand is a couple hundred thousand the... or a hundred thousand? Is that a studio in the no
1: no a hundred thousand right now. You go, you go buy a condo in the Bronx, and some people like I, I speak to like a lot of my family members here and there, um, and uh, customs I deal with um, that support you know in the Hispanic community that moved up here. But they said that yeah, their next thing is buy apartments in the Bronx because at first nobody was gonna touch the Bronx. Now they done doing what they did in Harlem. They don't, they don't doing what they did on Lenox Avenue or, or 135th and St. In now. They already did what they did in Brooklyn when they did On Avenue. Bronx is the next hot spot. Because Bronx is, is not too is not too far from upstate New York. It's like a hot skipping and jump to White Plains. And why not build on um, put brand new buildings and things of that nature to make to make it more
8: inclusive, as I, I should say. Hmm.
6: Okay.
8: Yeah, because they're gonna do the same thing. They're going to do the same thing to uh, Mount Vernon because people yeah. don't know yep. about Mount mm-hmm. Vernon. Mount Vernon is the um, first city in New York to have a um, a black mayor. Back in back in the eighties, so it's a predominantly black city. But slowly but surely, they're going they're going they're going, they're going to um, gentrify that too because it's the perfect spot. Yeah, you, you have two you have two subway lines. The
1: Hudson, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the Hudson the Hudson line and yeah. um, East Harlem the, line.
8: Yeah, yeah. Both, you yeah, have both those lines, plus you have the number two train that runs the white train 241st Street. <laughs> yo, yo, OG, I used
1: to be on that number two all, 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 all my life. be time I, my stories to my my, my wife when I go to school, you know, I got to on a fucking train, or if not the two train, a motherfucking six train. That's right. So is gentrification I mean,
11: killing the Bronx where I was asking about the nice glass?
1: Oh, I'm going to tell you this. I don't know if... It's, Put this way, is it killing the Bronx? We have a lot of dumb areas. And I love the Bronx. I love the Bronx. We're going to get a fucking tattoo of the Bronx. I love the Bronx. As a lot of dumb areas, where it's, I it have been a lot of successful motherfuckers that came out of the Bronx and then they haven't came back to buy up uh, and help the community. Okay. So that's what pissed me off. And right now, if you are the barrel president and you got, and, th- and this is why I say gentrification could be bad but also could be good. And I'm going to tell you why. I don't know if this would be good, but I'm going to tell you why people in the Bronx are saying this right now. And I watch a lot of news and I pay attention to my borough. Mm-hmm. The, the simple fact that nobody pays attention to the Bronx. So the, the, the Bronx Borough president and, um and and all these other um, little, um senators, they feel like if this can happen, this could bring businesses. But the one thing about the Bronx and the Borough president, he is like, you know what? If you're gonna gentrify our neighborhoods, put some businesses for the community by the community, and I, that's one thing that I'm liking. I'm liking what they doing. They doing programs so people that want a chance to open up a boutique, a, a restaurant, or a, a variety type of store, they able to do that. So they willing to let you gentrify areas that's kind of been dumps, but you gonna put you gonna put some businesses that look like us so I give I give them that I give them that because when you're a borough president you're going to have a lot of stipulations and this also brings money to help out the Bronx because believe, believe it or not people who works at MTA people mm-hmm. um, college professors instead of them going to, have to go, take the hike to Yonkers or take the hike to um some parts of White Plains and Mount Vernon we can stay right here in the Bronx but it's going, it's going to cost an arm and a leg See, I, it I might was, cost you two grand here. for the studio apartment I was
11: reading a year ago about they were gerrymandering God, this one small area in the Bronx and they were so angry and I saved it in my email and I'm going to send it to you and maybe you can help me understand because, you know, you are so damn big, um, but they were having issues what you're saying about why are you breaking up these small districts? keep them the same where they are where we can keep the businesses going. So I, I have it in my email and maybe you can help me understand if that's part no doubt of, of um, where the changes are coming. yeah 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 that's important to me gerrymandering and you breaking up communities and because I, I don't hear anything about gentrification of the Bronx as I was asking you is it gentrification killing the Bronx but I don't hear anything I really don't just Brooklyn, Harlem.
2: You know, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine, imagine going to Harlem and going to Harlem in the first, and and, and, and being white people is just disgusting to me. That's just you nasty. know who I blame? Damn, I'm playing <laughs> damn,
11: you know, honestly, I blame Bill Clinton
1: because that's when yeah, boom. <laughs> it oh, is I it. Oh, I oh, I love it. Oh, I love This, oh, I love it. Talk
11: about and it. He was never up there. I agree. No, asked nope. right in that you remember, me
2: you remember what you me- Yeah, they made, I remember, I remember them making a big deal. I remember, I don't know how, I, all right. So, Bill Clinton, when he got out of office, mm-hmm. he did the, he did the, uh, he did his little office in Harlem. He kept making a big deal about his office in Harlem. He was mm-hmm. going to Knicks game since courtside. And, oh, I got an office in Harlem. I, I, I remember all that shit. Like, to now, me, I'm not
11: making it up because, yeah, I was said. I, 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 would say, I would wonder where they quietly gentrifying starting to and wasn't saying anything. And then mm-hmm. that's when I, these I'm... damn restaurants. I'm like, whatever. But anywho, what
1: well, they do? This, they started this year. Well, I'm gonna say they started in the fourth quarter. We started. They started in the fourth quarter. So you talking about? what some people's fourth quarter started October last uh-huh. year and probably ended just midway of January. Everybody right? could be the
11: same like that I agree with you yeah 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 but go ahead yep, yep. yeah right.
1: yeah ahead. exactly so uh, th- that fourth quarter <laughs> that's when it started they started doing the momentum started doing construction now Um because again there was nobody paid attention and it's kind of like that the Bronx got induced a lot of times but they didn't get it due if y'all know what I mean and Bronx always kind of been connected to Yonkers and Mount Vernon because it's kind of been like their own little thing. And now, you know, once you do the pipeline from the Bronx, my hat, I mean, excuse me, the Bronx, uh, White Plains, and, and uh, Mount, you know, Mount Vernon and Yonkers and all the different areas, is money to be made because they're kind of reestablished their communities in Mount Vernon, in certain parts of Mount Vernon and, um, and, and Yonkers. So why why not do the Bronx? Because that's still considered. When you do Bronx in the White Plains in that Westchester County area, is what's what's next? If Westchester County. Do you go further? And what they doing right now here in, in Dutchess County? And the two biggest counties is Dutch Dutchess County, Westchester County, and those know as the the money makers in New York.
11: That's what a good school is too in Westchester, right? That very private school or somewhere to
1: start. In. Yeah, Westchester is. Yeah, Westchester is known for this. The city itself is known for the schools. So I won't get it twisted because it's hard to get a certain even capital schools in the Bronx. Like I like to those. Like I had to tell this like my my fiance and those lot of y'all yeah, don't know who don't live in the city. I don't know they still do this. I'm 41, but back when I was um graduating, going to high school back then, you had to take a test. Right. And then you mm-hmm. pick, you then you pick four, you pick four high schools that you want to go to. So for myself, it was Saint Raymond's was the top. Um, it was Lehman high school, and it was like that. Oh, what's some damn? Um, it was like two tech schools because that's when that start coming about with um, the tech schools, right? I used to do a
11: so. You should do a, so, uh, should do a uh, space on that because I have questions about the Harlem Zone. God, we should get some educators in here because I have questions about that too.
1: Oh my god! Yeah, absolutely. Oh god. And with the um, you know, that's when we then we pivoted. We moved upstate, uh-huh. and then I told my mom that I wasn't happy. You know, with the school I was at in Douglas County. Um, so I was able to go back th- down to the city and finish out my my school days at St. Raymond's High School because I took tests and passed. But not everybody who took that particular um, placement exam, you got to score high because if you didn't score high, immediately they're going to put you to like the, the bottom tier school. I did, respectfully don't know if it changed, but it was Columbus, Columbus High School in the Bronx. So, that so when
11: you took the placement test, and you say if you got into a parochial school, you had to take a placement test. Not to say that your parents, please don't think I'm saying your parents cannot afford the tuition. When, let's say if I come from, my my parents couldn't afford, with that placement test
1: um cover my tuition if i if i passed very well or no well no what at that time at that time mm-hmm. if i i I'm, I'm, i yeah i definitely remember now okay at that time you take that placement test and you had to like it's pretty much like taking the sats right, right? Mm-hmm. so you had when you when you score high you get to have the multitude of schools that you want to go to because i also was going to i went to and so there's other type of Catholic schools. And if you was able to force them to, to choose, say, you know what? I'm going to go to this Catholic school. Yes, it was to they definitely had to pay tuition. Okay. You know, back in them days, you, but $500 back then, yes. was like our version of $5,000 now for tuition. So, yeah, it's either that your parents had it or your family had it or you got grants. And back then, they was giving out grants like Hotcakes. so
11: what's was paid long you college. had good grades with Catholic schools. Okay, I'm like okay, so there's this thing called paid that they had on Wisconsin. But here's my thing with some parochial schools, if you are a member of their church and you tithe, like is that's where I'm mm-hmm. from, does that yeah. go towards your tuition and that's how you will pay for your tuition? Was that if, yeah, okay. if, if, yeah,
1: so if you, if you have, yeah, if you had a um, how did because they did this with my my cousin. Um her family was um what's the word? Um fluent in the community. So they always did for the church. Okay. So when she went to St. Helena's, um she was able to go on a special type of grant okay. because they always they donated to uh-huh. the school and okay. they also donated to the church. Where me oh, they have sponsors at that time Some- yeah, 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 yeah. At that time I went to P S um and the Bronx of Parchester, is its like a like I call it the Holy Trinity because it goes from PS one hundred and six across the street, is PS one twenty seven Castle Hill, um middle school, and from right across the street from that, it's like boom, 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 like in the same like block. It's, it's like cross street, cross street, cross street. Your schools and boom right there is um St. Raymond's High School, and then Lehman was only like by car, probably like fifteen minutes walking and feel like it took forever <laughs> and if I didn't go to St. Raymonds I was damn, I was gonna definitely go to Lehman because my aunt and my mom um both went to Lehman so it was kind of like a, a family thing but I went to St. Raymonds I was fortunate to go to St. Raymonds but yeah no it, back then was a lot like lot of sponsorship things of that nature
11: yeah I'm sorry I we I already off on the tangent with my dumb my goofy questions but yeah I'm just interested in stuff like that like are those still those cat those parochial schools are they still around but you because funny has changed you know, economy
1: has changed. a lot. Of thing, a lot. A lot of shit has changed. Um, maybe somebody not like no, anybody now could, could probably speak on it. Um, I don't know. I've been visiting. No, my, no, no. I mean,
11: um, all those, all those my area. Are open. open. That's what I mean by the economy. Like some where I'm from, some of the schools, have, those local schools have closed
1: because. Oh, uh, like where I'm
11: young.
1: at right now, it, where, where I'm at right now in Dutchess County, um, they only got one type of school in the whole entire Dutchess County. And that's kinda like a prestige school. It's it's called Our Lady, Our Lady of Lords. So um it's for males and females. So you, you make you make it there, you're you you good. You know that oh you want the Lords? That means it's, it's no it's I don't even think they sponsor anybody no more. You pretty much got paid the I I wanna say between t- two to five grand a month commission um wow. uh what do you call that shit? Tuition.
11: Wow.
1: Yeah, and it's only and the reason why they can sell that allure it's only one big Catholic high school. Yeah, and those are the ki- those are the kids that we've seen like driving their daddies and mommies' Mercedes, Benz, or Teslas. Yeah, or I, but I know I was more
11: asking like in the Bronx because when we grew up and when you grew up, I know I got a, several years on you. there was a lot of parochial schools in the black neighborhood and some of them have. Yes, from where I grew up, they're gone. This is like it's. Like my, no, my they, 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 down, yeah, they definitely got. like three damn lo, so, locations now, four now. Right, but
0: and and
1: and, and, and to your point, <laughs> a lot a lot of broken schools. Not everybody took tuition. You had like Catholic high schools or Catholic like say Catholic middle schools and elementary schools. Just and they was like good schools. Yeah, a lot of it was free. That you got with the uniforms, blah 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 Um, you could you could still go and they wasn't charging you. It was just like there's certain top tier of the parochial schools that you have to take a test to get right. in, or I'll scratch your bag, you scratch mine. Really? <laughs> the parochial? School? Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Or you can oh, shoot yeah. that rock. Was, oh.
0: Okay.
1: <laughs> or shoot. Yep. Yep. Because um, I definitely played for St. Raymond's. I played for Gaucho Gacho League. So yeah, like so, is that your and, league, like you your know, summer
11: league program in the Bronx? Was that a
1: summer league? Yeah, program? yeah, it's like, it's like AAU. It was like AAU back oh, then.
11: That's when AAU was good. Now it's crappy.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I, I played it. I played it in the, the Parkchester league. That was big. Or well, you had St. Louis coaches come up there and watch. I also played in shows. So other than grades, I was able to, you know, build a team and help. You know, but and a lot of people did sit in for St. Helena's. So if you was known for playing real good from the ages of ten to like um, sixteen, and you would known in the neighborhood, then they had like the people obviously scout, and then they'll put some put you in circuits. But the circuits right now is like on steroids; it's, it's crazy circuits. But back then, I played Dykeman like and played Gauchos.
11: Yeah, I I, w- I don't think it was rule who said if you played basketball, and I and I we yeah it was that. When I was back home, saying that it it did not benefit some of the young men who went to who got you know were given that choice back in the not at all because they did nothing their the grades were horrible they they were at a fourth grade reading level and it's just mm, mm. but those back in the day so I'm in my fifties so go figure I don't know how it is now no. <laughs> but back then Lord have mercy.
8: Mm. So back then they they had uh um, Talentine and Out of the Bronx. Yep. They did you guys have Gus Macker in
11: here? Well, not I'm in New Jersey, but did you did you all have it in uh, New York? Gus Macker. What's Gus that? Macker League?
1: I can't remember.
11: Okay. No, I'm just asking. That's all.
1: No, it was a shit ton of leagues. I kind of I kind of stayed in my my area, like in certain. I was really. Yeah, like I, like, I, like I said, I played in Dykeman, I played mm-hmm. in St. Nicholas tournaments, but I was mostly in the I stayed like in the Bronx.
11: I mean, it's just, it's, I may have been here so long, but it's still listening to you all who are from here. And it's still like, like I'm still, I'm learning something new, but I, I guess all I know how to do is get to my whole bad, my whole place to get to my godmother's house. But it's just so, the Bronx is so freaking big in the Grand Concourse.
1: No, the Bronx is definitely. Because I don't know if
11: you go Mount Vernon first, or do you hit White Plains first? And but I just kept myself in that one little cove, you know, of my whole place, and Mm -hmm. back down to Harlem, and then over, you know, over to New Jersey. So it's just you guys have so many parks, and they're so beautiful. Well, not you know, man, it's so beautiful out here. It's just, mm, mm, mm. I just hate to see what's going on. Police
6: are horrible. Yeah, it is crazy, just man. Out
11: here, so let me just be clear on that.
1: <laughs> no, just like cops and like cops, general man, they got the problem is to me, to me. Yeah. When they used to have, quote unquote, community cops, right? People who from the neighborhood and grew up around the neighborhood. I said this in multitudes about spaces in the past. Whereas you know the kid down a block who has autism or Asperger's. Or this crazy Jimmy and you know how to handle him so they tasing them and all this other stuff. That's gone away. Yeah. And and that and that I don't understand. You got the cops that walk the beat that buy the kids like candy, all that other shit and just talking to them. Or somebody's a knucklehead instead of putting cuffs on them, they throw them in the car and bring it to their mom. They don't got that no no more and that's and that's the fucking problem. I still call them and They probably went probably back and doing that. Really,
11: but- so, do you all have the PAL league here, the police, um, athletically, or is it cost different? Yeah, yeah, we had,
1: yeah, we we had that. I played in that in Harlem in um, in the Bronx. Well, not just about sports, um, but my, it was
11: like it was there with kids and go for the summer baseball,
1: all the yeah, type of sports. Yeah,
11: yeah. Okay. yeah,
1: that's all I was just asking. Yeah, that's all. yeah, man, like uh, like like I said, we it was it's you just don't it was, there's no sense of community right no more right now and now and then at the end of the day and y'all tell me how y'all feel about this. Whoever wants you know speak. I feel like they took they took what know they took they know what was strong in our community. Other than taking like our fathers and uncles, they took the cops that we did respect. They they took them away and threw them somewhere else. They took them away, and they had to go police us a certain way because I feel like they start policing us a certain way when we start thriving in our neighborhood. Can I ask a
11: right? question? else? There, were, also, and there mm-hmm. were people who grew up you know, here, um, and I'm not going to include Jersey, I'm just going to keep it to New York. A lot of people, so if you're in your 50s, late 50s, mid 50s, or in your 40s, were a lot of young or black men your age and then my age, were they put into prison for some small amount of weed and they're doing like 20 years? Because that's a big thing that's going on And you know in Wisconsin. And I was like, damn, like they were like throwing them in jail they had like an ounce of weight. they would do 20 years
1: hell no we used to get, used to get smacked inside of our head and then know, get our pockets ran uh-huh. and not I mean I can. I know da, I let like Daru da, da, speak but when we was growing up we had little dime bags or nick bags oh my god I can't believe I'm saying that dime and nick bags man we got smacked up thrown against the wall and told us to be fucking stupid or get busted I see friends get busted again they yoke their little asses up and bring them to their moms at the knock on oh, wow. the door and let the mom know what was going on. Um, it got to I wanna say at, before Giuliani got in office, that's you, then you start seeing the switch. That's when you see them start really pumping drugs and you got the 94 crime lords and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And then after that shit hit, you start seeing you start seeing stuff rampant when you get thrown thrown into jail. For a, a gazillion years, for a low-level low, quote, quote, low level crime. Because the problem is, that's when they try to quote, quote, stop um, all the drugs. You start seeing the drug campaigns, but we already know what that's about because it wasn't so much that they were trying to clean up drugs in these communities. It was when that when these you know, white boys and white girls started getting hooked mm-hmm. on drugs and being in these
11: particular areas.
1: Mm-hmm. And that's when they want to try to get a finger hold on it. But I like that. Well.
8: Wow.
11: That was the big thing in Milwaukee. They were.
8: Nah, you 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 pretty much hit it, but you know, I mean back I didn't indulge. But back back in the day, I mean, cops didn't want to waste their time doing paperwork on stuff like that. So, mm-hmm. They're like, yo, you get know, off wow. the you, you see me come, you see me coming, you better get off the block. Okay. Yeah. And then yep. and then it five minutes after I'm gone, you do whatever you do. That that's how that's how they used to mm. do it. Yeah, we it, 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 exactly. They, yeah.
1: And if yep. you start and, and, and two OG, or you start fucking, you start fucking around with their neighborhood, you start getting getting close to that cops or cops homes. That's when you start seeing them more throwing you and and paddy wagon because it's okay. Whereas we had the idiot, just like the cops that he explained. We used to, have, we used to call them Debo's. They come on the block, you added there. You know what I'm saying? The only time they mess with, they, the only time they did mess with you, if you wasn't in the way. And then they probably still fuck with you because they felt like they, you could give them some type of information. Shit was crazy, but we used to book it because we wasn't trying to get, tell nobody or get or getting hurt. And think about it—I was the age of eleven. I had to think about that.
11: Wow. Mm-hmm. Lord have mercy. That's not,
8: but but you know, like like I had said up here before, I, you had mentioned um, the people that had taken away. The other person they took away was, was the old school hustler who ran, who ran the block, who ran the who ran, circus, the, who ran the ran the city. You know what I'm saying? So he took care of the city, which was different. Right. Or took care of that block, which is different than I mean, because even if you look, if you hip hop as an example, you know people people in the '80s used to sing about their block like, yeah, we that block. You know, this is my block. This is the best side of town. Mm-hmm. By the nineties, they rapping about shooting up their block.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah,
8: totally, it's no totally, different. Different, <laughs> totally different, mentality. So you, you're yeah. not even taking care of your block anymore. You you weren't you want you want to rabbit about shooting up your block. Preach you know, and just... that's and that's what preach preach because
1: that's what makes me mad now. And people some debate me, but it's about and maybe at the space where it's like, don't tell me. Fuck these entertainers, respectfully, because you talk about the block. You talk about the block. I don't see none of y'all putting people in the position to help out Mrs. Johnson's store. Well are you? And that's why I went. I went a whole fucking tangent, cause that pisses me off. Like, well, this Do is my you ever block. think
11: that they not, don't know how to?
1: No, I'm not doing that excuse. No, 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 they no, know no, how to. Giving, yeah, I'm
11: saying because when you.
1: Oh, who you talking about? Who, so, who you talking about? You talking about the rappers? You talking about
11: the rapper. Because some of them don't know how. Of, honestly, they don't. Well, i a... the basics. They
1: don't know. You know what? I know you, understand. You, you know you. You know. Not, you know. You know what? You know. Not you, you know why I don't give them no, that excuse. Mm-hmm. The, the the only ones that I probably give an excuse is the young that's ones the one that's about. blowing up. Yeah, yeah. The young ones from the age of what 20 something, under twenty. Wait. Right. If you're under 24, I'm not I'm not put, fuck it. I'd be nice. If you're under 25, 26, I say 25, I'm not gonna put that on you. Mm-hmm. You're still a baby. I'm not I'm not gonna put that on you. I'm talking about the, the 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 older ones. Okay. The older ones that know better. And even if they don't have the information, they all got business managers. That's why I respect the ones that's actually, I forgot this dude's name, but owns a shit ton of laundry mats. and it employs people. You know what I'm saying? So I, I like I like those. Those are the stories I want to hear. Mm-hmm. There's no way I, I like the what the Jada Kisses was him and the lot got mm-hmm. the juice bars mm-hmm. where the um, Jada kiss and his father and his son got the coffee shop now. You know, so I like I like seeing I like seeing stuff like that. You know, Lee with well, her juice bar. Like I like seeing stuff like that. And I like, I, I, that's why I respect the locks and I respect Angela Yee so much, whereas they got the juice bar, they got the coffee spot, where they got something like healthy, and they, and they got this vegan spot too. I forgot the vegan name, so please forgive me. And the other spots like the, um, the couple that own Slutty Vegan, like- There is some- I like to see- I, Yeah, I like, I like seeing our own mm-hmm. purchasing businesses that's actually going to help our own. That's that's not putting this bullshit in our bodies.
11: So it's lovely vegan. I know it's, it's from Georgia, but do they have any locations here? out east
1: in New York, yeah. Oh,
11: they do. Okay, I, I don't know. I'm just asking.
1: Yeah, yeah, and then and there it was it's, a, it's another couple um um vegan spots that uh. Oh, Does damn. Ms. Melba
11: the- and Marcus Samuelson do a lot for Harlem? Like, do they? They always say we reach out for the community, but are they helping young folks get up in their restaurants? I don't know. I'm just I'm...
1: Uh, for, for 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 no no. From my, my understanding, um, I know at one point they was big in, in doing it. Um, the people that own um um damn, I forgot son's name because I was I was reading because I wanted to take Lauren, um, to um the owners of the Brooklyn Chop Shop. They big on helping people behind closed doors keep their restaurants. Okay. Okay. So I respect son that owns um, the Brooklyn Chop Shots. He owns um, a couple sushi um, places. He has other businesses, but they definitely help people behind closed doors keep their um, stores open. I like that. That's beautiful.
11: Okay, I'm just wondering, I just I'm just trying to see if the police are doing are, are being this thorn in our side. What are we doing for our own community? What can What can I do? And, and, you know, know, you, and like I'm, I do right. things in, in Newark. I don't live in Newark, but I do a lot of damn things for
1: Newark, right? You know? and that's it, Queen. And that's and that's it. It's just the education on how can we get into our local politics, how how we um, you know even learn or connect with the um, Chamber of Commerce. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Um, like my like my friend, she just opened up. She about to open up a storefront, so she ha- has her business. And you know, it sometimes it be our own to try and discourage, You know us. And she said that a couple of my friends, like, oh, don't do the Chamber of Commerce for what? Bop, bop, bop. And she said, well, I'm glad they listened to them. Because, you know, joining the Chamber of Commerce is, you know, it's two parts. with the Chamber of Commerce, you got the Chamber of Commerce, you got the Chamber of Commerce, you know, professionals and black professionals, right? So she's part of all three, and she's networking. She said that, I know, if I didn't listen, I'd be stuck and maybe just mouth about my business. Ever since I joined the Chamber of Commerce, I got connected to the women's group, the women's brunch, the, the empowerment empowerment, yeah, They are
11: yep. phenomenal across the United States.
1: Phenomenal. I did it several times, oh several times with yep. one of my old friends. Yep. Um mm-hmm. I did it several times, and that's that's why I did the power of networking, know how to talk to people. You know, um, that's why I even like I use us, for example. You know, the, the brand under the therapy sports, if it's not the ladies, if it's not um B and and the, the people that's under him with the wrestling mm-hmm. space and bully, you know, and and other people that we about to you know put on our team, we have this rule. We network and The reason why we don't get involved no beef, no drama, because if you beef with this person, this person, you don't know that I might be working with them behind closed doors to help the brand. So I always tell them, like, you're gonna be with someone at the time make it make sense you know what I'm saying this really make it make sense and if even worth it because sometimes some shit just don't need a reaction you know what I'm saying and it's, it's better just to network and I didn't learn none of that until I started when I started um, the Chamber of I think
11: empowerment is and it, power is beautiful the woman decides young girl get them in there young and if they decide yes. they want to go into politics that is an option but they don't have to but it is a tremendous it's such a beautiful and then like you're saying you're networking you don't have to tell everything because everyone is not going to walk that want a journey with you and they'll do it best yes. to try to screw you over so I love the fact that you're networking and you're not talking about it too much I mean you get a lot I like the worker bee. I like to do things without anyone knowing because yeah. that's the that's best, the best that's way me. that's not me I don't need to be out I like to just what can I do what exactly
1: you know? and, 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 I, and, just, and just like you know the conversations we had, I definitely, I would just, I was just telling Top Bone when we had our pre-meeting the day before. I want to do another, um, financial space and tech space, right? Because, um, because, and I said this to say maybe the recap because he's great with all the stuff that he does. Like it would be cool to get everybody together on Twitter and have conversations on what brought them to um their particular talent. Um, how can we network? Oh, hey, how did you do this? How do you do that? And that, that even go correlates to like the community, right? I'm like right now I'm watching Bloomberg, right? Cause I'm watching like some shit in stocks or whatever and do what I need to do whatever I need to do for the, the next day. I feel like in the community, like all these record labels, all these entertainers, people should come together and form like a, a group to teach all these kids how to do the stock market, teaching them about tech. Now you got those and black. Back
11: in the remember in the eighties and the nineties with, um, oh my God, it was Caroline, uh, Kumo D and all of them. Oh, but they called. Them. Yes. But and it just, I'm like, what the, what the, what happened? And it, it went nowhere. It went. Nowhere.
1: It, it went nowhere. But I, I want to give I want to give props to those who are doing it. It is a big community and mm-hmm. black tech.
11: Oh, oh, and okay, um, yeah. I'm oh yeah.
1: Yeah, it's a big community in Black Tech. Um, I'm like, like even with Verizon, I'm part of a group called Bold, and it's pretty much people of color that's in part of in Verizon, and you get, you see a lot of women that's in charge. Like it's a like my boss, she's younger than me. My it's name is is my boss, 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 mm-hmm. boss, right? And she's from Chicago. But she took over uh, what we call Southern New England, so it goes from Connecticut, just before you hit New York City that she's in control of, control. So you're talking about like, over like 200 and something stores, right? And she's like younger than 34. And she's killing it. It's a lot of also queens that took over took, uh, over, over the Connecticut area and all the corporate Verizon stores. So my, I mean,
11: Milwaukee, so, like what you're saying with the tech, she and her, both of them are retired why are they running an excel to teach our black kids how to i mean no excel they're not they're yeah. paying for all themselves get the books and everything so god that would be nice so she so this one is doing tech she's starting from chicago or she once lived in chicago or what are you saying
1: no 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 she don't. she's from chicago, she's from chicago. Okay. now she, she got promoted i she forgot i forgot her title but yeah she's like one of she's like one of the um direct directors variety. No, rise and mad black people,
11: mm.
1: <coughs> and put them in position I
11: know. <laughs> right, kill
1: And put them in positions. Yeah. So you know, I'm 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 trying to move to say like the marketing department. That's like my next step um, once I finish this degree. But um, it would be a yeah, like for you that's... to do that
11: because someone may be in a job, and it's this symposium or whatever you want to do, and it, that can, yeah, you may help them find what they will become a, a career for them. So whatever you all yeah. decide to do. I'm
1: I'm near. Absolutely, and you know who's another person to follow? I love this sister. I love this sister. I love this sister, and she's the one who got me even interested to read more about tech. Angela Rich, Angela Rich, young sister. Um, she started doing this at at eighteen. Started killing it. She made Forbes. She made all the different types of magazines. Um, Warren Buffett, you know, made a statement that how influential she is. Mm-hmm. Like, she's a beautiful black sister, like killing it. And she talks about how you know it's important to protect for, for black young girls and black boys to learn tech because she was she brought it down to that science about the way we think. We do we do critical thinking. She says that people it's a lot of people who's not from our communities who have to go to school to critically think. Which we already got critically think. Going down to the store. I such and such may be out here. Or I gotta get the fill of the block. It's not safe. So how shall I move? Uh but I get in this situation. How get myself out of the situation. If I run a situation, what's my resources? Ain't that some shit? How we gotta think like that at the age of fucking ten? <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy, but I don't know I don't know and and, and back and back to the, uh, the original sentiment i don't I don't know who I leaders anymore I don't know I don't know who's leaders anymore um I'm sure it's, I'm sure there's some out there who's trying to fight the good fight, but it's like that it's, its I just wish that we could go back sometimes to back in the day where Avery was together when we was more powerful. Right now, th- when people throw money at you, it's about the bottom line. Oh, I help the community, but what's my bottom line? It's so of just doing it just because the, the, the feeling and doing that shit is just feeling right. But I don't know.
11: You know, because I'm out east, so my mind is is here. But I'm like, I, I know what's going on in Wisconsin. But I'm like, New right. York is just too damn expanse for it not to be. Is there so much freaking history here is unbelievable these people mm, mm, mm. Lord have mercy
6: Mm -hmm. Mm
11: -hmm. Mm, mm, mm. I love my black people it's just too much here for us not to have any like I'm not from New York but I'm just saying yeah it's beautiful so beautiful yeah it really is
6: Mm, mm,
1: mm. I just I just think that like my final words I just I just I just think the fact that um it's, it's, we could do a lot. It's like. It's not like we can't do it. We can do it. We have the resources. we to a point where people are saying, nobody wants to work nowadays. Nah, it's not the that's point not that true. nobody, it's that's not the, it's, I was going to say, no, I was going to say that. It's not, because you hear, especially you hear a lot, definitely upstate. It's not the point that um, nobody um, wants to work anymore. It's the fact that nobody wants to work for these stinky nine dollars and thirty cents. You stinky $12. Nobody wants to do that and try to tell a grown ass person or a person from the age of 18 to whatever age that you're going to make $12.40, and you got to work 40 plus hours to, to make a nut. No, nobody wants to do that stinky shit. You know what people are fucking doing? They hustling, either working two or three jobs, or they're doing day trading, they're doing options, they're doing NFT, they're doing crypto because. COVID happened and COVID made everybody sit the fuck down. And what people did in COVID, and I set this stat um a couple of spaces ago, it was fucking a 60% leap of women of, of, women of color, just women in general, open up businesses during COVID. But even being an influencer or you're selling shit online, um, you know, a, a whole bunch of that, people buying sneakers and fucking reselling them. That emerged. You know what I'm saying? So people just became bosses, it wasn't they to set home and get on an appointment checks. That shit is over. We're not getting our like, quote unquote stimmies any fucking more. People out here working. But get I could go off whole, I can go the the whole tangent God. on
11: that. <laughs> you know, I know that's a whole different story. But thank God I don't have to go into work. Only just to get my laptop, you know, swipe, you know, cleaned. And then I'm back home with some, you know, I love working from home. But yeah, but I, I this was a, I didn't want to. I got tired of the Angela Reese thing because I was livid that Jill Biden said, bring those oh, together. And I was like, bitch, I ain't got yes. to do it. And I don't use the word be like that. I was like, I don't know. That's unfair." fair. So, but I mean, I appreciate this was an excellent space. And thank you. The police are the police. And it's just, it's up to me and whom everybody else, thousands of us and help our farmers, our black farmers and. And continue to learn our history because we got to learn to help here, right now in the present. But that's just my perfect thinking of how we can do better, and for our kids. So, yeah. But thank you all. I appreciate it. No, thank
1: thank you. you, Thank you. (laughs) D bunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, have any words? I just realized time, and I got a seven thirty meeting.
2: No, I'm good. I'm good. We appreciate everybody coming up. Appreciate everybody sharing and everything. And. You know, we'll be back on uh, Thursday next week, eight o'clock. But we appreciate everybody coming up, and we had a great conversation all night long. So, (laughs) my (laughs)
6: fault,
1: absolutely. No,
3: I, I, yeah, I just want to say I appreciate you guys, uh, letting me co host with y'all. It was fun, uh, definitely getting the takes off and having dope conversations and hearing everybody else. If y'all, again, if y'all haven't followed, therapy in sports or Rels and B or haven't told any about anybody about their spaces on thursday please do that man give these guys a follow man because they they really do this shit and they put in the hard work to not only do this to give the content but to give you guys uh the information that y'all need whether it's on a regular basis about society or sports you know that's why they do this so you know I'll give these guys a follow man and stay tuned with them because they, they are the shit
1: but <laughs> <laughs> I, so, I appreciate
3: bro. y'all once again man, you, thank
1: you so. Appreciate you, man. man. Yeah, man, listen. We got the Knicks. I know we touched too much about it, but we got the Knicks this this Saturday at 7 o'clock. We're going to win game one. We got Bully Ball at 10 o'clock on Sunday, so please migrate to that. It's going to be a dope conversation. I can't wait the the results of game one, so that way that can be talked and discussed about 10 o'clock in the morning the next day. Um. Shout out to everybody who listened. Shout out to everybody who pulled up and talked and gave their testimony. I think that's that's a, the best word, testimony. Um, we appreciate you guys and, and ladies, and we love y'all. You know, stay safe. Everybody have a blessed, blessed, blessed weekend, and I catch you on the timelines. You know how we do. This third for your sports
6: okay. on a sin Night, y'all.